0: black history month but black history month is you know year-round every day is black history month
1: too
0: so it's fine <laughs> but we are also you know here to talk all things k-pop in the k entertainment space so thank you so much for being here with us and for sharing your time let's start with ooh, our question and jimin i saw the question and i thought it was perfect i thought it was fun. Um, on um, theme for sure so <laughs> and you know it's funny I this is I, I swear to god guys we're gonna put this pull up we are uh, <laughs> 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 but the question is is hitman being a revolutionary Fight, like is he fighting for states rights? and you know <laughs> we want to know if you think that what he's doing is revolutionary like he's literally here fighting for k-pop, fighting for the for this music genre to be the best in the world. you know he's fighting the the you know the com- the, the competition of Afrobeats and Latin music. You know, are are so Such vast, heavy Such, competition. You know, we're not even, and like rock and roll. What is rock and roll? What is country? What is all these other million, million oh, without cameos? Nothing. Well, you know, we're not fighting white people. We only fight POCs in this house. Okay, so let's fight <laughs> the Latin music makers and the Afrobeats makers. Not, not even oh. like there are layers to this. I think that are actually really funny because. I and, you know, Jamaicans know we're (laughs) Afrobeats, you know, you know, we know, we know the influence of of rhythms when we hear them. And so reggaeton, you know, a lot of Latin music and also Afrobeats as they are now are heavily influenced by Jamaican rhythm, but, you know, nobody wants to give Jamaicans their props. So here we are. Now we have the, we have Bang Chic, She hooked. And, and you know, all of Korea, all of Asia really, on his back, as he is trying to battle these PLCs on the international stage, because he feels that K-POp is declining. He feels that K-POp is in, in, in such a slowdown because BTS has enlisted, that he, he, it's his responsibility to do what he can. To well, save the industry, save his country, save his people. As,
2: as something of an Italian POC myself, I think this is a noble cause. I think it's a just cause. He's trying to preserve state rights, just like Robert E. Lee and, you know, Donald Trump. You know, Absolutely. So I feel like I, it just makes sense. He's following in the steps of his forefathers.
0: I mean, who cares about Parasite? And you know everything all at once, and all of these other amazingly well received squid game. work, Squid Game. I mean, we're not talking about those things. We're talking about K-pop, not K-rock, not K rock not k and B hip hop, K-pop, the machine itself. Nah.
2: Yes. Well, I think we're missing a, a critical part of this conversation. Sure. Everybody in a mama knows that the entire continent of Asia would be irrelevant if Bang PD didn't make it relevant to begin with. So, I mean, <laughs> we have to think. We have to, I mean, honestly, did music even exist before Big Hit? Like, I don't, even, that's hard to argue. It's hard it, to it, argue.
0: It did, but it was such a bad place. Like, Ben PD, you know, did an interview with BBC, I believe, or CNN, I can't remember. And he mentions that, you know, all of these issues that you hear about in K-pop, like, you know, the evils and the dark side of K-pop existed in in a faraway land in the past. It's not a problem because, you know, he made it not a problem. He he did so much work in this genre that it it is a utopia now. You know, we, it's not work-life balance, it's work-life harmony that's what he calls it well, and he's right everybody
2: knows you know if you're if you're a citizen of thailand or malaysia or philippines and you want to go train in korea you go to big hit why because there's no debt involved you don't right. have to you don't have to mop a single floor you will never have to Forego vacation, seeing your family for months and weeks and years, despite the fact that BTS continuously complained about that when they were active. You know, you, you just it, it's the pinnacle really of work culture. Four days a week, three, three hours a day, maybe tops. I think high B entertainment, big kid entertainment, whatever they want to call themselves now, I think it's the future. It really is the future. So yeah. is he fighting
0: for states' rights?
2: Yes. Yes, he is.
0: Here's the thing. It, it's the future because eventually he will buy you. He will buy your company. So it literally will be the future because it's, you know, SME, SME is just one company at this point. Once they like, once they have that all sorted out, which it looks like it will be, who knows at this point though, who's next? RBW? G-Y-P-E? Y-G-E-E? like Y-G-E-E? I'm focused on RBW. RBW, that's the Mama Moose Company. And Purple yeah. Kiss, the group that we're gonna talk about later. He's yeah. gonna buy Starship. He's gonna buy Cube. You may think that it stops here, but it doesn't. The future is Hybe Entertainment because they have the money to buy all of these companies. <laughs> but, anyways, let us know in this poll. Do you think that he's a revolutionary? He's fighting for state rights. Do you believe that Hybe is the future? Let us know. And with that, I guess y'all are wondering, just as a kind of a side note for our
2: non-American listeners, fighting for state's rights is not a good thing.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> not the side of history you want to be on, but continue. Right, right, right. Yeah, let's start with comebacks and debuts. So I will be honest, I haven't listened to a lot of comebacks lately. I did listen to some albums, like I listened to the TXT album. I listened to, I can't really remember now, but I I did, like, sit down and listen to, like, a whole bunch of K-pop albums just to see what, like, people were releasing lately. And they were cute. Mm-hmm. Nothing really that memorable, though, I have to be honest. Like, I don't think that there were any big releases recently. But I did, like, the TXT album. I think there was a song on there that I actually really did, like... But the album itself wasn't as good as the their previous... Not the good... Boy, bad boy, whatever album. But the one before that, like zero by zero, was her by one love song. Like it's it's not reached. This album was not as good as that album, but it was okay. I did listen to the Triple S album, which I thought was cute. And oh, I did listen to this Purple Kiss album. <laughs> Triple S. Triple S is a group that just came out. Did you see there? There was a tweet that came out about how about like this group that was performing, and they were doing like a very lazy performance, like barely any choreograph choreography. They were just kind of like moving around on the stage and like their whole thing was like looking cute more so than being like, like giving a a real K-pop performance anyways. Right. Mm -hmm. And so people were criticizing them and I was like, you know what, let them be like, I think that K-pop is at a point where they can be lazy. You know, it's not, I I feel like that's the place that we're at. Really. i mean, well, I what you mean by so here let me i'm gonna say like they've you... earned the right to be lazy or like yeah. they've been so lazy that we just excuse it no i think that they've earned the right to be lazy so i sent it to you on the google chat like the, the actual the like, performance boy, yeah. yeah the actual performance in question mm-hmm. but like a lot of people had a lot of thoughts on them and that um i found it With Triple S, it was more interesting that they are like, their company's trying to make them like the first decentralized K pop group. So basically, the members, so basically, there's no fixed structure in this group. So basically, like the members will rotate between groups, subunit, and solo activity, and it's completely decided by fans who's gonna be in what and so they're basically they're also going to be able to can communicate with these groups and and do all of this, this decision making through like nft photo cards called objects or something like that and so they also had like a like it was very really strange they had like this subunit as well called acid angels from asia and basically like the whole thing with the group was that they you know, it was the first fan-participated par- group. So the group was basically decided by the fans. And so this is also by the CEO, Jaden Jung, who helped produce Luna and Only One Of. And also worked oh, with like JYP, crap. all that kind of stuff. Right, right, right. So you're getting an idea, right? So basically, it had a sales goal of 100 k for their albums. And this is a Nugu group, mind you. Nugu from like a Ngu. non top group so basically they dropped their album and they made this debut last year in October and it was like the company was just like oh, they've the standard because they didn't sell you know what we wanted them to sell I mean they sold 26k for a new group from a company and they peaked in the top 10 in Korea so I think that that's like not bad but you know they didn't hit the 100k so the company so the, it's it seems like it's not just fan created and participating groups. I think it's like going to be very results based too. Like your your solo. Well, it seems like hundred yeah. K. It seems like that hundred K was to recoup the costs. That's right. what that sounds like to me. Yeah. yeah, they spent
2: way too much money on this group.
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So after you watch that little video, let me know. <laughs> oh, wait.
1: brb. Yes.
2: So, what did so you think? The video, mm-hmm. and I kept waiting for it to get <laughs> to get better. It did not, and it just stayed the same. <laughs> like the choreography was not complicated. No. The the I don't know. The members just looked lifeless. <laughs> there was no energy, no interest, no passion. It was bad, and that's a and new group yeah, usually Nugu's, or at least you should be going hard. Right. I see right. why they didn't sell 100K. <laughs> but also, I know we're not in the topics. I know it's the comebacks and debuts, but I just have to say, I feel like at what point, like, let's say you're, you want to train to be an idol. And you go through all this and then you debut. Are you happy if this is like your output? right right But i don't know i guess for me like most people when they do a, a job or they have a craft they want to be like the best at their craft or be at least kind of good at it mm-hmm. and it just doesn't seem like there's any drive to be even okay but i mean what can you expect when it just seems like this group was just made to be popular which i guess is every k-pop group but like at least like a, you know, some companies will like give the semblance of like, oh, we're here to do something interesting in music or, you yes. know, what I mean, this is just like, oh, no, we're just here to sell things. So I don't know. It was embarrassing.
0: <laughs> and to co- confirm, this is not even the subunit. This is after the subunit failed. This is the main group. <laughs> so they have already been here. <laughs> embarrassing. Right, right. But yes, in terms of comebacks, as I said, I have not really, outside of those, been up to date. But there are some exciting comebacks coming up this month. We have Twice, Ready to Be, and Bam Bam with the Sour Sour and Sweet, which is is going to be his first full album. He's had three minis since since that, I think, or two. I can't remember. It's two, I think. And then. Kai with Rover, which has the internet completely ablaze. Like, they're loving it. The girls are loving it. And I say girls, but I mean everybody. It's just easier to say girls sometimes. But, like, they love it. We have Nicole from Kara with her comeback single, Mysterious. This is her third, I believe. And we have Cherry Billet with "Show." and end mix with Expergia fan. But what was interesting with their comeback is they had this really cool medley highlight where, you know, they weren't clearly not singing, but they were supposed to highlight, you know, their vocals, I guess. And I thought it was actually pretty cool. A very cool concept. And surprising, Bobby... Our favorite, our favorite rapper, clearly, <laughs> King of Black Air Forces, he's going to be dropping his first solo single because recently, like he did have a solo song, but it was through the Mob Project with Mino. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like his own stuff. Like he hasn't had actual solos like Minnow has. So that's exciting. So and that's, that's why he was trending. Was- was- yeah, and they have their well, him and Icon. Icon is gonna be going on a world tour as well. And this these are their first activities through their new company, 143 Entertainment, since they left YGE. And Only One of had a song called Soul Drift as well, too. That's the only other MV that I saw. But thing that I missed or that you've heard about or anything like that? Nothing I can think of. I am actually I haven't heard the only one of.
2: I shouldn't mm-hmm. have listened to it because I didn't even know they came back. Like only one of them is one of those groups that comes back like every every like four to six weeks, like a firm. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. So <laughs> like a firm, yes, yeah. So you can like expect them to be there. Yes. Do they have new members? No, they just they don't usually do this type of like aggressive concept. Okay, I'm not sorry. I, I got kind of distracted, but yeah. So I'll be checking it out. So I'll, I'll check out that come come and the rest of these comebacks. I guess I'll hear him when we listen on the podcast.
0: <laughs> so. Well, I mean, um, Twice, they did have that song Moonlight Sunrise, which I thought was very cute. I think it's my favorite English song from him them so far. Mm-hmm. And Bam Bam, I mean, I'm going to be there. And Nicole is going to be really interesting because I loved Mom. Is her first thing I think was called Mama or Mother, one of them. And I liked that. But then she came out with UFO and I wasn't a huge fan of it. So I'm hoping that she, with Mysterious, you know, she brings it and I've never been a fan of Kai. Not going to lie of his music, but you know, yeah. we are going to do an album review for Kai. We decided because it's hot. So we're going to do it and I'm going to go in with an open mind. So we'll see how that is. <laughs> <laughs> I like Enmix, but I feel like I like, I've never liked the full song from Nmix. I've only liked parts of their songs. So, it's going to be really interesting to see what this is because this is their first comeback since they lost their member in like the end of the last year. So, it's going to be interesting to see what they do next because they still are not like at their peers' levels yet, you know, like they're lagging behind a bit to like, you know, Lisaire Femme and Ivy and New Jeans, you know, like they're you know from a big group big company but they're not at the same level so i'm interested to see if jyp is going to continue with this like very polarizing sort of aesthetic and concept with them or if they're gonna try to make it a little bit more streamlined to to be able to maybe recoup some what's of polarizing about? if you
1: have you
2: listened to any NMX music I feel like on accident on our podcast, but <laughs> I did feel like I do feel like they have there's a lot of conversation about them, but there's kind of just like a lot of conversation about all of these like fourth gen girl groups. So
0: Yeah. So like I feel like their songs are always in, you know, it's like three songs in one. And these songs don't fit. They don't make no sense. Mm. And then on top of that, there's like a huge emphasis oh, on Are they the girl N C T kind of except nct has more than one vocalist and they have good rappers Mm. i would not say the same for them um they have like a really good singer with lily but i wouldn't say that their rappers are anything to write home about to be honest Mm. they are very like i do like their choreo i think it's it's hard so i'm like really impressed whenever i see them and they perform live for the most part so that's really impressive but you know like and i like tank I will say I like Tank and I liked parts of OO. Dice did nothing for me. Like even the netizens were like, J.O.P. needs to rethink this group <laughs> when Dice came out. <laughs> but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 I think guys can get away with being polarizing in the same way that girls can. Unfortunately in the K-pop space. So we'll see, we'll see. But I'm excited for Bobby, you know, hopefully his son will be in his music video and he'll be wearing matching outfits. Cause you know, that's, I mean, that's what I'm here for. And yeah. Okay. So we can move straight into the topics. And the first topic is tours. There are a lot of them. <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't realize it until I was going through the tour tag on Omona. They didn't, that there were literally so many tours going on, even like right now. So the tour that I like, I'm going to mention like twice is going on tour. I'm hoping to get a ticket and to see them in toronto because i really am i really have decided that i'm gonna go see twice in concert this year icon as i said announced their world tour which kicks off in may the rose just announced their world tour nct dream the dream show too, announced their world tour txt plot second world tour act sweet mirage not sure why it's that long but they have <laughs> announced a tour as honestly well. they
2: do that dumb shit all the time like it
0: pisses <laughs> me off <laughs> Yeah. I just recently, like, going through the tags, I saw Epic High is on tour still. Blackpink is still currently on tour. Epic's canceled the tour. Who else is on tour? Kane Daniel is on tour. He's in Toronto in two days. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's so random. Like, right. I was like, oh, tickets are, like, $60. bucks. i am like, you know what? If they go under $50, I will probably be there as well. Why can't BI be on tour? Right? Right? You should go on tour. Oh, my God. Yeah, now I'll have both of him. my honeys on tour.
2: Yes.
0: B. I. Right, right. I'm so excited. I, I really am hoping that BI comes to Toronto soon. And A- AOMG is also on tour because uh, yu yum has okay. been like performing, you know, in the world. And Lehigh, they're both okay. under AOMG.
2: Tours are so funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah.
0: But yes, yes. But yeah. Basically, there's so many tours. Listeners, let us know what tours you guys are excited for. Oh, I forgot to mention the biggest tour, which is August D. Literally, there were Anyway, the so K pop artists at Paris and Milan. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, his tour is so popular that they canceled the fan pre sale. And so basically, it's just general sales. Like, you cannot, there's no pre sales for this concert. And which is completely unheard of in the world of like ticket sales. So good luck. Godspeed to all this. But yes, I really into, don't understand.
2: I, I really don't. Yeah. You know, I don't know why I'm so uncomfortable with like like bts pushing their like solo like acts like it just makes me so uncomfortable and i and when i say i I know my armies are gonna rip me a new one when i say uncomfortable i don't mean like a, a bad way i just mean in like a it just doesn't it just seems really strange like an entire concert and it's just sugar like it's not there's not jungkook's not even there like it just (laughs) like it just feels really strange you know what i mean and i say this as somebody who actually likes some of Sugar's music and thinks that like he has some of the better like content out of the solo content from bts but like i just it's just weird it's just strange so yeah
0: yeah i mean they definitely i feel like out of all of them sugar probably has the most music for a tour oh yeah he yeah. he definitely has like the most of
2: everything to do a tour like yeah except for i mean because i mean to be a rapper you don't really have to dance it would be very strange if he danced to his own songs but yeah he has like the most of everything to do a tour i, I don't think the rest of them could really that's another topic too we could just easily i could just easily just bring this up because it's, <laughs> it's not that much but i will say that apparently the girlies are like talking about this there's a jimin and j cole
0: thing yeah, so I think was it Jimin and J. Cole? I thought it was another member of BTS who had a song with J. Cole. No, it was, I it was, it was Jimin.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, maybe it's okay. Maybe it's, you know. well. Jimin has something, I guess, because I
0: just saw it trending, like on the Twitter trends. So, yeah, it's called "On the Street," and it's a song that just. It came out. I mean, I was going to mention it later, but basically, J. Hope has announced that he's oh, canceling his postponement. Okay.
2: Well, I was going to say we could we could mention it later. Uh-huh. Okay, I thought it I thought it was, well, I thought it was, cause it was Jimin because is- I was going to mention yeah. something very directly related to Jimin. That's why.
0: Okay. Well, as I was saying, J. Hope has announced that he's canceled his postponement to enlist, and he dropped the song, and he's going to enlist. So, you know, the girls in the streets are crying, and I have not listened to. This there were song. arguments on Twitter. Like about I don't want
2: BTS collaborating with artists who say the n word <laughs> and Oh my god the responses said that? were they black I don't know fans who exactly that said, that? said it. I actually actually don't know. But the responses were hilarious. They were so funny. Like, oh, so you don't want BTS working with itself? Okay. I mean
0: facts but also okay
2: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> all right uh, yes the next one is we recently had a lot of k-pop artists at the paris and milan fashion week highlights mark kwan looked amazing like he he was at Yves Saint Laurent, and you know mark never needs to drop any music ever again if he just models i think he should just model personally and sell things you know highlights were like kim Go-yun from iowa and with Mickey, who also is stunning she was also at Yves saint laurent jisoo obviously did what did she do again dior yes because she's a dior girl
2: and this reminds me of a very specific memory mm-hmm. that i have from when i was younger where i think i was really into fashion mm-hmm. and i asked an adult woman like an adult like i was i think it was like a teacher a substitute teacher i asked her like oh like what what brand are you wearing and she was like leave me the fuck alone and i was like okay and then i remember Aww. talking to my friend okay this this sounds so like odding, oh, diving. Well, i talked to my friend and i was like did you know that the way to say louboutin is actually like <laughs> i didn't even. i don't know why i said that <laughs> but what thinking about this is because like all of these people go into the Saint Laurent show and I don't know my, my brain is connecting these two things so yeah I'm I hope you done. all enjoy that story
0: mm. <laughs> of so so being done. abused by an adult but um so okay <laughs> anyway but you know another highlight for me was Neon formerly of A-Pink she was at the Dolce & Gabbana show in this like leopard print outfit oh fantastic, fantastic. Honestly, you know, they're doing it. And obviously, you know, high fashion is very, it's this finding its place in Korea to the extent that like everybody, like you're not anybody in Korea if you don't have high fashion. I don't, which is probably why the debt ratio is also increasing in Korea. But yeah, it's, it's showing that there, you know, some people will say that there's a slowdown in popularity in K-pop and the offshoots of K-pop, but I think these fashion shows are showing the complete opposite because I feel like more and more K-pop idols in Asian, you know, entertainers in general are being invited to these shows. So hey.
2: Yeah, that's really interesting. Like with yeah. K-pop popularity dying down, but I think the I think what it is though, is it's not like the overall popularity of K-pop. It's like the, the depth. It's instead of the breadth, it's the depth, right? So it's mm-hmm. like, The fan bases that do exist are very loyal and they spend a lot of money and it's just good publicity, right? Versus, oh, they're going to market this product to a lot of people. It's like, no, they're just going to market to a very specific group of people who's just going to buy it all, right? So.
0: Hmm. Very interesting. Okay. I like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll get into the savior of K-pop, you know, later. Oh, yeah. But anyways, <laughs> so, ambias. So, we're going to talk about some sad things. So, some groups have lost members recently. So, Minuk from DKZ has decided to leave, according to Dongyo Entertainment. And this is their second member from DKZ to leave. I would uh, they say. Lost one day last year yes rocky wait what's the
2: what's the what's hold on wait before Mm -hmm. you go on to the next one did they give a reason i think i don't recall seeing a reason because i'm about to start making up a bunch of reasons so
0: (laughs) (laughs) GKT. let me see let me see let's see no not that i see he oh he says that oh sorry this is mostly about um rocky leaving astro but it's supposed to be about DKZ. So it just says that he's starting a new chapter. Oh, it says that he, he so he took a hiatus and he's been on a hiatus for a while uh, allegedly. And this is the same thing with Wandi. Apparently they were on hiatuses and then they just sort of left. But after discussions with our agency about his future activities, it was ultimately been decided that Minho will wrap up his activities as a member of DKZ and leave the group. Instead, he will greet fans with brand new activities in the future. So he sa- he says in his own words that he didn't fit well with DKZ's group color and that the direction of the music changed a lot so after many considerations he decided to withdraw so but he will definitely be back with like you know new activities and a new hymn so that's the official statement that he will be back with DKZ
2: no no as a soloist I assume as a soloist um, yeah okay so that is okay <laughs> That just not like he wasn't getting along with the members or the direction. <laughs> that's all that that is. Yeah, it, it's kind of crazy you know. Sometimes though. these things are like oh, mental health, right? Like yeah. things, you know. Or sometimes it's like there's like a other like I, I won't say valid reasons because any reasons of valid reasons, but reason. But you know, sometimes there's like more like I don't know how to explain it. This is just a reason where it's like probably gonna be interesting to see what the drama was to make him leave.
0: Yeah, especially since, I wonder like, if it was like to like
2: like some some groups too it's like the mm-hmm. justin timberlake effect you know like yeah. yeah i don't know i feel like that's one thing you never hear about in k-pop is like oh this group disbanded disbanded because one member became like super popular but i feel like it probably happens a lot like not disbandments but like definitely tension within the group because one member is more
0: popular than the others yeah, because this is the group that had Park Jae-chan from Semantic Semantic Error, which was like a huge, you know, really popular drama, BL drama in Korea. And remember, too, like, they were called Dong Kids or something you like can that. You could just say a it's while. a drama on that, but yeah. Well, I I feel like it, because it's from Korea and it was a BL and I think it was one of the first popular BLs, you know, I think it deserves that title. Like, it's it, it sure. came the way. I it guess like, away. yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> That's why I The BTS it, not... of our time. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Because I do feel like there were a lot more after it. Not to say it was the first, but it definitely seems like it was the, the most popular at the time or whatever. But they also were called Donkeys, remember, for a while before yeah, they yeah, rebranded yeah. as DKZ. So I feel like, I think that it kind of makes sense that he would see all these changes and be like, hey, maybe I'm not meant to be a part of this anymore. You know, like I I could see that being like a lot of stuff has happened in these short years. And they must like
2: him a lot. Either they like him a lot or he
0: has a lot of leverage to be like, oh, he could come back as a soloist. Yeah, especially with the company saying he didn't it doesn't seem like he left the company. It seems like more like he's just left the group and they're going to do stuff with him. So, hey, why not? (laughs) You know, like you don't have to split your checks with other people anymore. You know, why not? So the second loss was Rocky from Astro. And this one was like a lot less surprising. To many, because Rocky seems to from what I've heard, he seems to be kind of a problematic member. I don't really know much about anybody who's not Shaoun Wu from Astro. So I'm not really, you know, one to say like for sure if that was the case. And I did like their subunits, Moonbin and Sana and Junjin and Rocky, but you know, like I, I don't really know them as people to say for sure. But allegedly, you know, they're he was a bit of a problematic member. So a lot of people did not see that it was um, surprising that he's decided to leave Gio and Astro. Do you know anything about Rocky?
2: Or- Girl, no. <laughs> I know Chaunu, Fon, is all get out. They just released the... <laughs> I just
0: saw some stills of him in the
2: Priest show.
0: Yeah. yeah he oh, was- yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I have friends who's watching it. I think they... They seem like they're really enjoying it. But, yes. And then one... <laughs> when- Thing that was surprising only because I forgot that Uptension was a group. So Top Media, founded by Shinwa member Andy Lee, have just announced that five members of Uptention are leaving and that Uptension will, and I pro in quotes, continue as a seven-member group because I cannot remember the last time Uptension had a comeback to be able to say that they're continuing anything. And also, who's a soloist also left the company. So I was surprised on two fronts. One, because I thought I didn't really even know that top media had people still signed to it anymore. And two, because I totally forgot about, about Up-tension. and Uptention was like pre, I'm pretty sure they were like, came out either around the same time as 17 or pre 17, but they were also like a, a group with like a huge amount of members for no reason, but they had good music. So I was always rooting for them. And hundred percent of course, and teen top, like not as into teen top, but like I was supporting you know, these top media groups, because I like Andy, I like, and I love Shinwa, you know, but I kind of feel like they should wrap it up. Like if you're not producing content, what are you doing at that point? So yeah, you know, good luck to the members. Sorry, your company seems to have let you down. And, you know, I do hope that if you're saying that they're going to continue as a seven member group, that they're actually going to continue as a seven member group. Just, you know, throw that out there. And then the bigger news, so WSJN, aka Cosmic Girls, were assigned to Starship, founded basically by Sister and, you know, Monstix. They were a 13-member group that debuted post-IOI, and they do have, I think, one IOI member in it, or yeah, I think one. So they're basically one of the IOI groups. You We all know most of the IOI groups have not survived. I think it's just... W just I think it's Cosmic Girls and Weki Meki who are are left standing at this point. But only eight members have decided to renew their contract. And if you are wondering if any of the Chinese members decided to renew, you would be mistaken. Because why would they? They have not been in a comeback for at least five years. As soon as they went to produce China and got popularity and started making real money, they said, we will not be returning to Korea. And they have not. So the rest of the members who have resigned are Sola Bona, who also was very popular from a drama last year, XC, Subin Unso Yoram Young and Yeonjung, Jung, who was the I.O.I member. And they Daywan and Luda did not resign as well. So I think the good news is that we officially, you know, the Chinese members who have not come back forever are officially out of the group. So there's no like. Just, there's no there's no uncertainty about that like you know we're gonna continue as we are and the thing is they have resigned so hopefully that means we will actually get music from them who knows any thoughts on Cosmic Girls? I don't have any really <laughs> I mean
2: I, I remember when we were first I was first introduced to them back in the day and Ash used to like really really love them and I used to be like dang they had the same concept every comeback but yeah <laughs> that, that, No, no thoughts. I mean, you know, hopefully they actually get some good work and they can compete in this new generation because it's a lot of competition out there. So,
0: yeah, and I mean, they are technically not the most junior group because that's Lightsome, but nobody knows who Lightsome is even to this moment. So, really, they are the only girl group at Starship. And what has worked for them is Bona, you know, has was really popular last year from an from a drama. I think 25, 21 or something like that. I can't remember. But also that they won shoot. They won that show. Queen they won Queen on season two. So that also helped Ooh, with their popularity. Help them. Well I mean it didn't it didn't help with them, you know, maintaining their stuff as a group, a full group, but it did help a little bit with like popularity and also with, you know, maybe their their insecurities as, you know a third gen idols group that kind of have been left behind. So who knows? We'll see. We'll see. We're we're keeping our eye on you cosmic girls. So the next story is that twice was at billboards women in music awards, a show. This was a couple like last week, I think. And they won breakthrough artists and they, you know, went on stage and they, they accepted a whole acceptance speech in English and hung and chewy were the ones who spoke. And I thought their message was cute. I mean, it was very generic. Like, this is for all the women who believe in themselves and, you know, paved the way. And, you know, women are amazing. And twenses, you guys are the reason we do we do everything we do. Like, I mean, it was very generic speech, but it was cute. They were cute. They performed Moonlight Sunrise, which I loved. They had a bit of mic issues, but they actually were singing. So kudos to them. And yeah, I mean... I feel like Billboard has definitely been the award show that has been more open to K pop, and not just BTS and Blackpink, but like K pop in general. <laughs> so I'm kind of happy for them, you know, not gonna lie. And we also have some more sad news, unfortunately. We have some enlistment news. I did mention J Hope initially, but Minnow from Winner is going to enlist on March 24th, and he's gonna be a public service person. And Golden Child's why? and I think that's his name, Why is also going to listen merch on the 20th. So, are we going to miss Minho? I think I'm going to miss Minho. Minho, of- Minho? Minho
2: from Winner? Yes. Minho from Winner. I thought, sometimes you were saying Minho. Like, I, maybe I think that's his real name, though. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's, it's a thing that it has to happen. Am I going to miss him? I don't listen to his music. <laughs> i i I listen to one minnow song so fiance yeah. you know, yes yeah, yeah. I mean, and so it's like you know he's gotta do his civic duty that's what yeah. a, he it, that that i i don't i don't this is a weird topic too now like the more yeah. i guess like the the more experience i get in just in life but like just the older i get because it's like on the one hand mandatory enlistment is kind of whack but on the other hand it's like mm, that's just kind of your like that's where you live so right. you can't literally just like imagine if like everybody just starts saying like just like started postponing it like to the logical limit right like i right. don't know it, it's just it's it kind ridiculous
0: it's not a good look yeah I get yeah. it, and yes. Yeah, so <laughs> North Korea is doing a
2: Birdman hand rub.
0: <laughs> yeah. I will personally miss Song Min Ho because I do. I still follow him on Instagram, and I keep up with his artwork. You know, I am going to be happy for his hair. He's been blonde for a while, and it's just not. It's not looking. It's not looking moisturized. It's not looking. You know. Like, he treats it as often as he should, so I feel like his hair is probably the happiest out of everybody for this enlistment news, because now he can shave it off and start fresh. Did you know that Minnow, before Winter was in a ballad group for two years? Like, what was he doing in a ballad group? Singing? Yeah. Can (laughs) he sing? I don't think I've ever heard him sing before. That's why I'm confused. Okay. But anyways, yeah, and Golden Child is going to also be losing a member. Sorry to the fans. You know we have a history with Golden fan, Golden Child fans. Should the um, be sorry?
2: That's a big. That's a big. <laughs> see, this big. is why
0: we've this is why we've had that history with Golden Child. No, fans. no. I, <laughs> well,
2: my point is, is like I'm not about to feel bad for y'all when y'all came for us. <laughs> girl? <laughs> I'm
0: sorry, but yes. Well, you know it is what it is
2: there, luckily there's tons of other k-pop voice for y'all to stand y'all find right. some new ones
0: and the whole other group is gonna be there for a while you know before they start enlisting too personally oh I yeah come on a group i personally think certain groups at certain levels should probably just enlist together i personally think yes. like, actually well it,
2: but you know what's so funny about you say that it's like it's not like a one-size-fits-all either though so no. it, it's not like that you know if you sell over a million albums you should have a staggered enlistment like bts and not necessarily because i don't even think bts should have, have a, had a sta- staggered enlistment i think that that's no. dumb yeah they're gonna be theoretically they're gonna be in the military for like the next like five to eight years Yeah, if you truly do a staggered version, like and you take it to its like once again, its logical extreme, like waiting until Jungkook turns twenty nine or really
0: thirty, like that. mm, mm That, wow. Okay, so Tail from NCT should be enlisting this year as well, then. Oh Um, yeah, which is funny. We don't talk about
2: it. (laughs) I don't know why. I never see anything about it. Probably because he don't seem like he should be enlisting because he just don't give military vibes. I guess I don't know, but.
0: Yeah, he's all to endless. I think though too with NCT, because it's such a big group with such varying like age ranges that it's hard to like you you kind of forget how old some of the members are because you think you you know you're probably more aware of how young some of the other members are so yeah I I feel like I feel
2: like with the older members of NCT I pretty much cluster them all in 95 so if you're born before 96 I just say you were born in 95 because that's when Taeyong was born and 95 is not the the
0: like right now the people who should be enlisted are 93s. Yes. Right. And yeah. So it looks like a lot of 94s too are enlisting as well. Are starting to. But yeah, I mean, like exactly. the people who
2: are 29, should who are about to be 30, already.
0: are the yeah. ones who, who should have to. be enlisting,
2: right? Exactly. Exactly.
0: So, okay. Well.
2: Ooh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I just had a really weird realization. Wait. Somebody that, ooh, what about little crushes when I was younger? He turned 30. That's crazy. Mm. Mm. Okay. To be fair, he's like, he'll be 29 for a very long time. <laughs> but, well, anyway, still,
0: still, you know, enlistment news is not take that not part out. Easy. Ash. Yes, okay, enlistment news is not always easy. You know, we lost JB, we're gonna lose Jay Young, G- 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 uh,
2: but okay, you know, but you, you still to have the members that matter. I'm just
0: playing, <laughs> I'm just playing.
2: <laughs> no, I love JB,
0: y'all know I love JB, Stop yeah, I actually you did. I Like, I re- had a very weird, sad moment when I found out, like, the Virginian confirmed that he was being enlisted this year. I was like, oh, okay. <sighs> okay. <laughs> you know, I've been through enlistments a lot, but it's still, you know, not seeing certain people that you're used to seeing at least, you know, a couple times a year doing things. And, like, getting, like, very, like, basically having them go radio silent. It's kind of weird. But at least he will probably publicly enlist unlike like JB, who was like, Oh yeah, guys. So I enlisted two weeks ago and I'm ready in the military. See you guys later. Like it's better than that. So, anyways, Tekyon, everybody's favorite fridge, signs with US agency <laughs> WME. <laughs> I'm sorry. That fridge So he's big, planning the act. It. He's yeah, planning the act, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And because he is, you know, was raised in, he went to school and like lived in, in America for a long time. His English is just like Americanized. He's like, you know, big titty Matt from Card. He's, I think he's primed for it. And I think he, cause he has like that kind of like athletic build. I think he could do some like jock roles and, and do some, no, like, really I see him rom-coms.
2: do coms I want to see him do action Movies like I want to see him do oh, like yeah. like um. Do you remember? Okay, what's that movie with Robert Pattinson and Idris Elba? Twenty One Guns. I'm I'm definitely sure. <laughs> y'all can tell I don't watch acting movie, but I want to see him do <laughs> stuff like that, like you know Bullet Train and you know oh, stuff yeah. where, you know, what I mean the acting is like obviously they're gonna hire like the the best actors because those are the people who bring money, but like they're also gonna hire people
0: who like have the look, and I think he has right. the look. Oh, he absolutely has the look. I would love to see him do like American style rom coms too. Like, not just because that would probably equal to seeing his body, you know, which I'm not against at all.
2: But well, like, he, how though? I get like, I guess for me, yeah. like imagining taking on first of foremost, I was like, I it, for his leading lady, like, yeah, I, I, I don't, I can't. Imagine him in a I guess also full disclosure, I did not finish Vincenzo. But from what <laughs> I saw, like to. I could not imagine him in a romantic role. Really? And I just, yeah, I, I, I'm not taking on, no. Like he's he's like corny vibes. But like and not the way that J Jay Park is corny. Like Jay Park is just corny. Taydon <laughs> is like, oh, he's corny, but like he's so cute that he pull it off. You know what I mean? Like, and but, but I just can't imagine him in like leading man rom com. Well, mini rom com. I, I guess I'm thinking more so of, like dramatic romances. Like what's one? Like is it like 25 days or something? Like 500, whatever. The one where the girl got cancer or something like that. Brain cancer. I don't know. You know what I'm trying to talk about. The more serious ones, I can't yeah. imagine him doing. And the the more like I guess a rom com emphasis on the comedy. Like I could yeah. imagine him doing like the the You People okay okay with one london or what was the other big like one of those family comedy but it's not really for families like the, not not it wasn't the freaking hangover what was the one that came out around meet the we're the millers or something like that like doing okay. something like that or like are we there yet like that type of oh that's yeah. his vibe like corny
0: dad mm. energy that is tech on <laughs> okay well i know maybe because like one of the first thing times that i saw him act wasn't actually like an acting thing it was cabby song with which was like oops it was a promotion video for like uh it's like a water park that they did with 2PM and SNSD and they were lifeguards and him and yuna had like they were fighting a lot but it was more like an enemy to lover trope and so mm-hmm. even though there was like no like you know it, it, they were so very green i will say but i don't know like the chemistry was there and so like the first thing i saw him in was something that was kind of romantic and to this day i have a soft spot not gonna lie for yuda and tekyan i think they should date but anyways <laughs> i don't know mm, i kind of see, yeah, see it for him in that regard yeah i see for him in that regard i see mean, him with i feel like okay
2: so i feel like i see If I had to pair him with a leading lady like Mm -hmm. oh that is tough because like I feel like either the girl the actress is way far out of his league in terms of like okay I probably shouldn't say that because he speaks English but like I'm not saying he's not talented he's obviously really talented but like a lot of the female actresses I'm thinking of are like Oscar award winning like you know. Yeah. They have long, long, and, and in terms of, like, aesthetically, who he would look good next to, right? But I guess I could see him doing something with, like, he, he will be with, and maybe this is just me, like, like living in Insecure, but, like, Molly from Insecure. I, I forgot her real name, but I could see them doing something because she, I find her pretty funny, and I think they have a good matching aesthetic, and I think that they, they're funny in very different ways, which would make them play off of each other so well. Mm-hmm. hear okay. me out hear me out you know what no, i might no, 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 i might write the that. i might write the script for that and see and get back to you and cast tech on and oh yeah. yeah, you know we should do a fan
0: cast maybe like a like a fun oh, little yeah. fan cast of like we in terms cat. of like stories like the types of stuff we'd like to see him in and also who should be in it like if he if he's oh, gonna, be I gonna love be that, in that. Like that's a great like idea a these like because wme is like a pretty big name no, they're like, huge.
2: WME so. is only second to, like, CAA, so... Oh,
0: see, there you go. And,
2: and, and, and WME, I feel like, does a lot more, like, acting talent, I feel. Maybe yeah, I'm wrong, and, but I feel well, like they do.
0: From what I'm seeing here, too, they have, like, they're pretty diverse. Like, they have Michael B. Jordan, and they have Bong Jun ho Bae Duna, Park Chan-wook, along with, like, Quentin Tarantino, Ridley Scott, Matthew McConaughey, Tom Holland, so I feel like... I can see him 2. doing something maybe. with
2: Matthew McConaughey.
0: yeah. I like I can see too. them
2: doing like a all right, all right, all right. <laughs> 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 Can't you imagine Tekyon like you know being oh Tekyon could be a cowboy, like okay, hear me out, yeah. Yeah. like okay, oh just imagine like Tekyon right, I am. he's a modern day cowboy. I am. He's got the hat. He's got the the cowboy boots Shirts and like are he's yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just a hat and cowboy boots. <laughs> I love your brain, and he's like. He, he's kind of like a gunslinger, but he's also kind of like Han Solo, you know what I mean? Where he kind of like, <gasps> small yeah. space, with
0: that? Like, space cowboy. I feel like he space would be an amazing cowboy. space cowboy. Yes. Technon. Yes. We're smart. We're geniuses. We're, I mean, how does a check wme cut us a check yeah but anyway yes i'm, I'm excited right. but yeah, we definitely <laughs> really do like we should do like a really fun like little episode about like tech Young, the leading man and all the things we want him to be in because i feel like we'll tech Young does read and write things that are said about him on the internet so maybe he'll get some ideas from it as well but anyways <laughs> we'll get on to some like non-k entertainment news but korean news in, in itself so They recently did a survey about, towards, uh, let's see. So, according to a survey by the Korean Association for Social Welfare Studies, only 4% of the female respondents said marriage and children are mandatory, while 12.9% of male respondents answered the same. And basically- Wait, can you say the percentages again? Sorry. So, it said only 4% of the female respondents- said marriage and childbirth are mandatory while 12.9% of male respondents said the same mm. so they did have a very clickbaity t- t- like t- like title for it and it was like only four out of the hundred women surveyed feel marriage and giving birth are necessary yes so is that clickbaity though if that's what the article I mean, said it's it's true it's true but like well I mean, four so out of one hundred, okay. yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, four out of one
2: hundred does, I guess, in theory, sound worse than four
0: percent, even though it's the same number. Exactly, exactly. So yes, so this was, and this was done, this was conducted on two hundred eighty-one men, single men, at that, and single women between the ages of twenty to thirty-four. With the ratio of women who presented, who participated was about 45% of, like, the total respondents. And so another interesting thing in here, like, an, another separate study showed that fewer people, both women and men, think supporting one's parents are mandatory duties, which is actually kind of huge in a country like Korea, mm-hmm. where I feel like... That would have been blasphemous to say even 10 years ago. So according to a study conducted by the Korea Institute for Health and Social Affairs, they surveyed about 7,865 households last year, and about 21% of respondents said that children should live with their parent and provide care, which is down from 52.6% 15 years ago. Jeez. Right. Right right so and then on top of that it said that the percentage of respondents who said mothers should take care of their children were 64.7% in, t- in the 2007 survey but decreased to 39.6% in 2022 so that's also wait what was the original percentage right in to, in two thousand and seven, the original percentage was sixty four point seven percent. Okay, so <laughs> I think what you're really
2: just seeing in real yeah. time is the difference right. between Gen X and Gen Z. That's all. Absolutely, that is. absolutely. That's so, like not uh, that's not as news shattering. It's not like a bunch of women decided something different. It's more so no. that younger people are just growing up, and I feel like you will probably find that across countries and across gener- like you know in the Gen Z sort of generation.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it said, like, unlike in the past, where families carried the burden of supporting the elderly and children, the report suggested that more people see society and the state as as responsible for providing care for these groups. And, like, in the Omona they didn't post, they actually also included, like, netizen comments. Netizen reactions? Okay. Yeah, and it's, like, the number one comment on here was, it's just not a time to be having kids. Which, same. Heart same everywhere, yeah. like not just in Korea, like everywhere. And, but, you know, I, I feel like a lot of people still have an idea of Korea that may not exist anymore. And I thought that was, was kind of interesting, especially with how like, you know, sensationalized the topic, the, the title of that was. But like also sort of related to that is another sort of article that came out so it says the national statistics body reported Wednesday that the fertility rate or the average number of children expected per women fell to 0.78% so not percent sorry, 0.78 in 2022, down from 0.81 the previous years. So keep in mind. Countries need a fertility rate of about 2.1 to maintain a stable population in the absence of immigration. So basically, Korea... We know ain't
2: nobody immigrating to Korea. (laughs) Well, the thing is, too, is like, it's also really hard to immigrate to Korea for a bunch of reasons. Like, literally, there are a laundry list of reasons why it would be very difficult to immigrate to Korea. And especially since I believe, if I'm not mistaken, isn't Korea a country where they don't have birthright citizenship right so like just because you're born in korea i think doesn't mean you're automatically considered a korean citizen unless you are ethnically korean isn't that correct i don't know actually
0: because now they have like a bunch of these like you know white and korean families that you know are successful there so I don't
2: know. <laughs> okay, so currently 35 nations in the world have unrestricted birthright citizenship and Korea is not one of them. Ironically, yeah. the United States of America is one of them. <laughs> anyway, I just throw that in yes. there because people be talking about. So is Canada, right? And Mexico. Yes. Like basically yes. northern, like the American in you know, plate, pretty much though both continents have rule of the land. Right. Which makes Whereas, sense when you think
0: about like historical how these are all basically immigration anyway. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Well
2: what's weird is that there are like like a couple countries in Africa that have it as well. Very interesting. Okay. But then interesting, yeah. literally outside of the the two countries in Africa and like or three countries in Africa and then one country in like the Middle East or Asia, sort of. Um mm-hmm. everywhere else is Europe and Asia is quote unquote rule of the blood. So it's really about like kind of like your your ethnicity, sort of. I mean, really. Yeah, I mean, that's I'm kind of say. what it is. And so you're not going to be born into citizenship in Korea first. No. And I believe even if you get married, it's, like, really difficult. And, like, even if you get married, you don't – I don't think you have – I think your your spouse has the same race. Because I remember I was watching this YouTube video of this black woman who married a Korean man, and she opened up, like, a plus-size bikini shop and, like, a hair store, like, mm-hmm. natural – like, black people, like, natural hair store. And she was like – I. The, I, guess, I think I remember... I'm probably misremembering, so don't take my word on it. Look it up yourself. But I do think I remember her saying she everything is in her husband's name because technically she can't own property in Korea because she's not ethnically Korean, right? So yes. So if, if I remember that correctly, which I think I am... That would drive people away, right? Like, why would you go to a place where you don't even have the full rights of a citizen, even though you're married to a citizen, right? And your kids, you you might have kids there and and all these sorts of things. So that would drive you away. But then I think, like, one of the number one reason why most people would not immigrate to Korea is because the official language is Korean. Like, Mm -hmm. only 70 million people speak Korean. That's yeah. not a lot in a world of seven, almost eight billion people. So it's not an easy language to learn. It's not a particularly accessible language. And don't get me wrong. No language is straight up easy to learn. But I will say that some <laughs> languages because of their popularity are a little bit easier. Yes. So like French, for example, you more, you're probably more likely to move to France than Korea because French is a language that is like widely spoken all over the world. But, yeah, and then, like, when you compound that with stuff like racism that you will experience if you're not white or, or Korean moving to South Korea, things like, you know, just huge cultural differences as well that, like, Korea has a very distinct culture as, like, every, every country, I guess you could say, does. But, like, I will say a country like Canada or the U.K. or the U.S. is a lot more diverse and has a bunch <laughs> of different types of cultures. So you could probably find your own little pocket. Without right. having to assimilate too much, Korea right. you pretty much have to assimilate because they're it's, it's just it's a homogenous country. So they yeah. I guess my point is is like them increasing immigration. I don't even see them doing that from like a policy standpoint. I, I think I can see them being like, no, we just want pure blooded Koreans. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I can see, see them, them that doing as well. so. So it, it's not a shock. And no. the the fertility rate thing, I don't think it's. I mean, as long as they have the industries to prop up their economy, I don't think it's gonna hurt them as bad as, like, they probably think it's gonna hurt them, if that makes sense. Because I feel like every, every like high socioeconomic status country yeah. experiences this at some point. Korea is just now experiencing it. Whereas, like, you know, this happened in the US and the UK and Japan, it's, you know, like these other countries, you know, earlier. And the U.S. is a weird kind of situation because, like, the U.S., the baby boomers had a lot of babies, a.k.a. the millennials. Right. And right now, we also, the U.S. is also a country where it has everything it needs to sustain itself. It doesn't have to import anything to sustain itself. Whereas mm-hmm. Korea, it's it doesn't have everything it needs to sustain itself. Right. Like, it literally doesn't. Same thing with Japan. J- right. It's an island nation. Japan is actually, like, one of the worst geographical locations a human being could live because it's mostly forest and it's an island and they get terrible weather phenomena and on top of that like it's just hard to grow enough food to feed a huge population yeah they are very expert heavy yeah for sure exactly Um, exactly so i i I don't know what they're gonna like how they're going to if there's going to be an economic issue i don't see that being the case unless they like somehow change their economy to be like more like china's economy or india's economy which is more of like a manufacturing economy but why would Mm -hmm. korea do that like i don't see i feel like their economy is always going to be based on like the their electronics
0: industry yeah which you don't need a bunch of people to sustain that no no you don't well i mean so it does say here that like the president the current president admitted to suspending more than 200 billion you know by the korean government in the past 16 years which is not a lot when you spread it out i guess in order to help fix this issue including initiatives such as extending paid paternity leave offering monetary baby vouchers to new parents social campaigns encouraging men to c- contribute to childcare and housework but one thing that experts and residents say is that like The problem for most of us is that support, you know, is can you have to support the child's life throughout the child's life? It's not just like helping to make the baby. That's not where that's probably the easiest part. Everything else after that is the hard part, right? So, Mm -hmm. and also South Korea as a society still frowns on single parents with IVF treatment not available to single women. And couples in non traditional partnerships also face discrimination. So, it doesn't allow like same sex couples to adopt and things like that as well so you know structural issues are at play here right and you know once again we go to the comments and it basically you know like the top comment is like it doesn't matter how much money the government throws at the problem if they don't fix the fundamental policies under it all there are still women who have to hide their pregnancies from the workplaces who cares who cares if civil servants get maternity leave when the rest of us in corporate jobs risk losing our desk the minute anyone finds out we're pregnant so
2: that's actually wild to me i feel like
0: like i could i
2: i know that that happens in a lot of industries it's it's wild to me because i feel like how do do i want to say this i know of industries where (laughs) that literally does not happen right like there are some industries where like you will still have your job you know even if you have a baby right obviously it's gotten way better over the past couple years but it's wild to me that like that is a a concept even like this right. essential thing that you're doing, not only like, you know, because if, you know, sometimes the law is structured to make you have the baby, but this like right. essential thing that you're doing with regard to, you know, everybody talks about, oh, we need to increase our population. We need to like, you know, do this, do that. But then you punish people for doing the thing you want them to do. So like, it doesn't make right. sense. And I feel like that that's where public policy comes in and like legislation. Like you, if you want to, if you want to incentivize your people to have babies, why would you create policies that punish the very people that like nurture these little parasites, little cute parasites? Like, Why would you do that? Like, don't get me wrong. Babies are adorable. But but the point is, is like, it's, that's terrible. And I feel like it will be different if Korea. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I'm not on the side of like the opposing party here, but I would say it would be different if in Korea women didn't have to work to live, but they do. You know what I mean? Like, like think about it this way. It will, if you did, if I didn't need to have a job to make money and I just had like a husband to take care of everything. I mean, let's be real. I like, like it makes more sense for any parent, right? Like, Mm -hmm. male, female, non-binary to just be able to devote all their time to their kid. Like, a child, like you said, a child is a huge responsibility. It's a lot of Absolutely. time and it's a lot of work and it's a lot, it's like a lot of resources. If you had infinite resources available to you, then you could put more time into the, the other aspects of raising a kid that are extremely important. And mm-hmm. I feel like most parents would opt to do that. Like everybody I know will probably choose that over like going to some office job every day. However, right. that is not what the, the system we live in. We don't live no. in a system where like the government provides for these women. We don't live in a system where like, you know you can count on one income like that's right. not no and, and and sometimes people also don't address the idea that like some people are single parents like right right that by choice. it's just not yeah. possible by but by choice by and sometimes involuntarily like there's involuntarily. a lot of like things that go into these things yeah so it's just like again i'm not on the side of like women should be like barefoot and pregnant i'm not no. i'm also I'm, I'm just explaining that like it doesn't make sense that their government is seems worried about this population situation, but then they're doing nothing to incentivize people to want to have babies. I, wh- why would you want to have a baby? If that's like, you're not going to have anything after the baby, like, right. like your life ends
0: once you get right. birth. Yeah. And there are a lot of comments here saying like, like even this lady, she's like, and she's a civil servant. And I guess when you're a civil servant, you do get paid maternity leave. These are like some of the new incentives that they've introduced. That's going to help these, you know, Country you get have more babies, and this lady was like basically. She said, "I noticed how quickly the eyes of my male coworkers changed once they found out I was pregnant. They treated me like I was invisible because I was going to take maternity leave soon. So, like, why would you I want to work in that people. environment? But also, right. this, this I want to give a special shout out to number three because I really do hope you're having a good day. But this has 138 likes and it says, why do you think that is? Because we don't see a future. And then they they, they, did that. Please, please. I hope you're having a good day is all I have to say. And I hope you were having a bad day when you wrote this because there's always going to be a future. Humanity will continue guys. We don't have to do anything individually to really help that along, to be quite honest, but also, you know, times are rough, but we'll get through it. I think, I think, I hope i hope i'm gonna go
2: with i hope so, Wait, i, I want to say something real quick yeah i know we'd be roasting shipping culture but yeah. like and roasting like the fan service culture that yeah. like some of these groups do like jenny and jisoo or whatever like in within their group but i will never let y'all forget that sean mendez got on the internet and posted a video of him making out with camila Cabell. that was right. nasty absolutely disgusting okay
0: i forgot they did. Uh, <laughs> i
2: just had to remind y'all that that happened because i think y'all forgot so.
0: <laughs> all right so we're just gonna quickly get into Hybe corner as i'm calling it and basically this is like a lot of hybie news that we have not mentioned earlier because i mean they're gonna be our overlords one one of these days right so might as well just give them their own space so jungkook deleted his ig just randomly Why? one day I don't, I don't know. I think um, like he does it every couple of months because he just, <laughs> it's like, it, just ugh, because. There's something wrong with that man? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't seem like he has anything, like there's no problems or issues. You just maybe wanted a fresh start. I get it. So there's a video kind of going around on Twitter of 17's Junghyun. Han, Yes. Um, mm. Junghyun. Han. Okay. And he basically has told us that the Hype Cafeteria is not free it's it's not free at all. So staff paid 2001 to eat there and apparently he said, you know, it costs 8001 for us to eat there. Now why are Wait, we what, is it like paying how- to eat at your cafeteria? Yeah. Like they should get vouchers. That's what JYP artists get. They get and, vouchers. And to I
2: eat. will say, okay.
0: <laughs> I will say this.
2: Yeah. Just in case y'all are wondering, 2000 won is not a lot of money, right? Like, it's, it's not. not. I don't know what the, I will say, I don't know the standard of living in Korea, so I don't know how much buying power 2000 won has. But like, in America, 2001, you could get like a burger from McDonald's, I would say. No, nah, mm. you could, no, not a burger. You could probably get a drink from McDonald's. No, no.
0: <laughs> you can Damn, wait, you can't really get anything. When they do dollar okay, drinks, yes. you can.
2: <laughs> then you, get, then you can get a drink. 8,000 wine, now you can do something with that. You can get like right. a
0: Wendy's, like, four for four. <laughs> you, can get a, you, know, um, you can get a kid's meal, which is actually pretty pretty fulfilling. Like, not going to lie. So, but also, why that are you trying to herself. Why you No, 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 agree. Well, 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 okay. <laughs> I, I would say that,
2: but yeah. then I'd be a hypocrite. Why? Because yeah. I've definitely worked at a lot of places where the cafeteria wasn't free. Like, I feel like regular places of work, I think people think that, like, every place of work is like Google or Apple or like, Mm -hmm. you know, one of the big Silicon Valley. Because those big tech companies, everything is free. Free gym, on-site, free massage parlor. They got doggy daycare, like, and it's all free. (laughs) It's not really free. You're paying for it with your labor. But it's like, quote, unquote, free. But, like, most places of work that still go into the office or are starting to go back into the office, their cafeterias aren't free, if they even have one. Right. Most places don't right. have a cafeteria. You have to go off campus, off-site to eat, and it's expensive, which is why so many adults like bring their food to to work, bring lunch to work. So, I can't even say that that's like a weird thing because I do think it's normal. Now, even though it's normal doesn't mean it should be the normal practice. I do not think that workers should be paying their owners right. <laughs> Let's be real. They, they, like uh, these companies if you sign a contract with them they they kind of own you right in a sense they should you shouldn't that would be like lebron james having to pay like the lakers front office every time he wants to get food at like whatever restaurant is in their building you know what i mean like right. that's ridiculous. That's, you know, that's wild. And and I say this for any worker. So I get it. Y'all probably think to yourself. Oh, 17. They, they are millionaires, which no, they're not millionaires. They're probably thousandaires, but they're not millionaires, <laughs> but y'all probably thinking something along those lines. Like they sell so many albums, they got money, this, that, and the other, they can afford it. I don't care how much money you make. If you are a laborer, which means you, you're the sweat of your brow right. is the reason why, <laughs> you know what I mean? This company can exist. You should not right. have to pay for the food there. Hitman Bank should have to pay for the food. I mean, it's going to go right back into, well, a portion of it, depending on what, what's in their cafeteria. Like if it's like their own little place where, you know how some businesses, like the cafeteria is their own food that like, yes. you know what I mean? Like
0: yeah. it's not like, like a McDonald's Big. or
2: Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Like he, the money's going to probably go back into his pocket some kind of way. But you shouldn't have to, I don't care what level of employee you are. You shouldn't have to pay, but I will say it is the norm and we need to change that. Like not just in K-pop, like music, you know, like these record labels, you should have to, this should change all over industries. If you work at a a Chrysler factory, you should not have to pay for that little nasty cafeteria food that they have in the Chrysler factory.
0: Right. No, absolutely. And I just, like, it's funny to me that this company literally is a billion dollar company and you're like, you're charging your employees to eat there when they already have to go into work. And work there. Like, I just, it's I, the fact that he's basically saying that regular staff pay less than the artists is kind of crazy. On top of that, like, I think that's a good thing. I, I like that. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. well, no, it depends. It depends. So,
2: because yeah. we don't know how much money 17 makes. So, like, if we right. can say with confidence that, like, BTS. You know, pay less or sorry, if like for with BTS, we can say with confidence that like, okay, yeah, BTS paying paying eight thousand makes a lot more sense. Right. But seventeen, I don't know. I mean, right. look at two by two, two by two got roaches and rats in their dorm. I don't think they should be paying for food. You know what I mean? <laughs>
0: absolutely, seventeen, absolutely not absolutely not. Like, <laughs> I mean,
2: two, <laughs> hey, don't get me started on their living conditions. But I feel like, I feel like it depends. It really depends on the group. Like. For real. Like, if you're BTS, yeah, go ahead, pay. You know what? Not even just 8,000 won. You should pay 20,000 won. You can afford it. Right. But if you're, like, La Seraphim and they're charging you right. after you had to pay your dues to train No, no. Nah, nah, get out of my face with that.
0: Right. That's what I mean. Like, that's... It's kind of crazy. It's kind of wild. All right. So, the next story is everyone's favorite rapper, Zico. We know that he sold out and basically sold his company caused King of the Zungle, if you want to know what it means to <sighs> Hype <laughs> as a subsidiary company. So basically he's going to debut a new group, a new boy group in May. And there are rumors in the streets that they trademarked a, a group name called Boy Next Door in November but yeah zico's
2: definitely him and g Park, that's a you know? lame name like <laughs> boy next door let me tell you what that reminds that what that makes me think of that makes yeah. me think of all of these little thai thai actors idols who are like rejects in the thai industry who go over to korea to train and they're not good enough to debut so they come back after they like fail to debut and then mm-hmm. they try to like do these like survivor competition shows that's what that it's probably going to be a collection of like people who fail to be great in their own like in, in their own right and so now they're like on a second chance mm-hmm. but they're all problematic that's another thing too like yeah. they, that's another thing about these people who fail they're always problematic so you will definitely find some like rape jokes you'll find some colorism Mm. you might even find a little bit of racism and you might find a little bit of pedophilia so you know i I don't care like it's gonna flop if it's called boys next door i don't know okay i should i I realize that's a stretch
0: (laughs) i I I, I was going on a tangent but so I, i don't think anything's a stretch when it comes to zico to be quite honest and you know how i feel about that man's music brilliant revolutionary The man, not so much, but I feel like the music will be hot. It'll be, it'll definitely be bangers, but according to you, I don't know if I trust Zico as somebody who should be leading young minds. I just don't feel like I'm comfortable enough about that because, you know, Zico was very early, tried to pull, like almost pulled into the like situation. He just handled it better than other people did. So, cause he made a lot of comments about knowing about the golden phone, like just throwing that out there. So I like, don't know. Can you re-say everything you just said? Oh, okay. My brain so broke. <laughs> that's okay. So early in the burn and sun situation, when we had like the nth room stuff going on, right. It's all connected. Mm-hmm. People had remembered that Zico used to make comments about the golden phone, which was connected to one of the members in gold in like the nth room situation he he, i think it was one of the ones who went to jail i can't remember his name though but one of the scumbags and basically he handled that situation very 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 well so that people don't really remember that he was kind of associated with it in the beginning because he used to make comments all the time about like the golden phone and knowing you know people who were connected to it and blah 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 and as soon as it came out what the golden phone really was and all that kind of stuff he's like oh was, you know he's not a part of this at all like zico's just you know not connected blah 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 and then he enlisted and then he came back and people forgot so i don't know as i said i really don't know yes, if i trust you. zico to lead young minds also but-
2: saying leading zico and leading young minds in the same sense is very funny <laughs>
0: But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. It's out in May, so it's right around the corner. Let's see next. All right. So we know that Hybe and is still, you know, working towards owning SM Entertainment because you know that's the goal. And there wasn't, an, uh, there was an interview that was done recently between Bang PD and some white man who thought he was very really <laughs> really charismatic, but wasn't.
2: Uh, yeah, he was very awkward. <laughs>
0: Yes. So I actually thought the, the interview was very interesting because there were some things that I actually had to physically write down because I was so invested in the lies. So when asked outright if this was a monopoly, Bank PD first wanted to define monopoly and define these terms before going into saying that K-pop as a whole is not just based in Korea. It's an international entity. And because it's an international entity and because there's offshoots where you make money, like tours and, you know, NFTs and all this kind of stuff on a global scale, there's no way that he could have a monopoly because I guess global monopolies don't exist. Wait,
2: what? <laughs> Literally. entire sentence what literally oh literally. my god you like, can you can you like rephrase that because i feel like am i misunderstanding or is he just
0: no he's he he did a lot of this where he talked where he started like conversations with defining things before he actually spoke about them so it, it is really really strange like let me i'm gonna pull up the actual like Twitter thread that has, like, all of these things, so you can see... Like, I'll say what the question was, and I'll tell you what the answer was, according to it. Okay. Because it was... Yeah, yeah it was... Like, literally, I just didn't... I, As I said, lies. I was like... Remember when, when Ash sent it? I was like, this man got a lot of nerve. Because <laughs> I was just like, what is he even talking about in this interview, you know? Yeah. Uh, but let me just pull it up real quick here. And... <sighs> Oh my God, why are they using dynamite in this commercial? So the article, so the interview, this white man says, you know, people are saying you're trying to take over the industry. And he asked him why he wants it, especially since the management doesn't want it. So first, Bang PD, of course, wants to define it. And he says, well, first of all, it wouldn't be correct to say this, to say that we're trying to take over the whole industry. He says there's a lot of misinformation out in the market. And for example, people are saying that there will be a serious oligopoly in the music market. But you need to analyze where music is being sold. You might assume that it's sold mostly in Korea, excluding all the international orders. Hold on, even though purchasing agencies with all the CDs sold in Korea, Hybe, both SM and Hybe combined, it's very difficult for us to monopolize the market. So he's basically saying like, because we're selling it, like it's not just sold in Korea. When you look at like all the sales of all the CDs, you know, it's very impossible for us, Hybe with SME, to be a monopoly, even when you combine our sales, which I think is a bell-faced lie, because before Hybe even existed, SME was always the company that sold the, mess, the most albums, like period. Wait. Like, what? Over YG, Am I like over Can
2: you did you send the link to yeah. the tweet? Can or
0: Here, let me let me let me, I'm let me very confused. I'll send it to you. This is this is exactly this is exactly how it's been translated. So I'll send it to you though. Oh, it's translated. Um, okay. Oh let me yeah, yeah, I mean it is a translation. So, you might be able to get a little bit more out of it cuz your Korean is really good, but oh, like it's it's so strange oh, like, he asked i thought it was like a, said,
2: okay, so you're you're saying from the video. Okay. well where's which yeah, which yeah. one should so, I look in and what
0: time stamp? So the second one? Okay. So look at the second one and say start around 34 seconds. 34 seconds. Yeah. That's when he starts answering the question of if this monopoly. Okay.
2: Resumed. Okay, yeah. So I'm understanding a little better. So he's basically just saying that, like, like he's speaking as if people are saying monopoly in terms of only, like, like he's speaking as if like what he's doing is he's putting SM and a Hype in the context of the greater world music industry. As if to say, like, no, there's, like, universal music and Sony music, and, like, you know, <laughs> it'll be impossible for us to be a monopoly when you look at those big guys, but, like, that's not what yeah. people are saying. Like, that's not the allegation. The allegation is that you're going to monopolize the, no, the Korean not. market, and I guess his point is, is, like, you know, even in Korea, like, these other, you know, international, like, I'm, I'm adding words. This He didn't actually say this, like, but this is, like, the inference, no. right? He's, like, kind of implying that, like, even in Korea, these other companies are so big that, like, you know, there's no way it would be a monopoly. But I think what he's failing to realize is people talking about monopolizing K pop in Korea. What other companies do K pop besides? these Korean companies of which hive Absolutely. and SM are the largest like he's being woefully obtuse evading the question and Absolutely. purposely misinterpreting the question I think because even if you were yeah. to translate what the guy is asking it's a very simple question and you he's just talking right. around the point the point is not that on the yes. world scale SM will be a monopoly or whatever there's actually on the world scale like there's there are legitimate monopolies in the music industry, but it's mostly on the distribution side and less on like the recording. Mm-hmm. But there are legitimate monopolies that, you know, which could be a discussion. But we're not talking about on the world scale. We're specifically talking about K-pop in Korea or really just K-pop in general, like not even K-pop in Korea. Yeah. Like if you look at where which companies are making K-pop albums and who is selling the most of these K-pop albums, unless you somehow change the definition of K-pop, that answer is going to be high. And then it's gonna be SM secondly. So I, I'm not really I think he's being on purpose being like like obtuse.
0: Yes. And I feel like the tactic for him in this case was also to like really define things and over define things in his own words. So even like I think in the next video they asked about like he, he wanted to define what a hostile takeover was. <laughs> I was like, okay, sir. But some of the quotes that I thought were really egregious that I had to actually physically write down with a pen and on paper were: I have long been sad that a good company like company like SM does not have a good governance structure. From the what? man who How doesn't you actually that? Who literally, but also from the man who literally cannot govern a company. To the extent that they just buy a bunch of different ones or start new ones for as subsidiary companies that self-manage themselves. Like that's not you being good at governing a company either. Just throwing that out there. Right. Also, Hibi is well known to help artists become successful only in the management process without touching their authority and autonomy in the comp like with these groups. So this is why I think. People need to have like actual literacy when it comes to like anything because Hybe bought groups and the only groups that they haven't bought are groups that literally they bought people to manage. Like he himself has two, co- two groups, TXT and Big Hit. Plus, the failed girl group from, from before. So, question you to said him BTS, then, is did, BTS. Yeah, BTS. Okay. But then, my question to him is so, is he saying that they bought 17 and made 17 more popular? Is that like what he's trying to say about this? Wait, well, how, are you, how are you getting to that conclusion? You saying... Because he says, Hybe is well known to help artists become successful in the management process, right? So, if you look at the groups that they have. Under yeah, the third, uh-huh,
2: uh-uh. uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, I'm following now.
0: Okay. Okay. So the groups that they've created are at, like in Hyphen, which was created through a reality TV show that has its own company subsidiary. So, I mean, I don't know how much Hybe has in terms of direct management of them. So there's that. They have source media that they bought and disbanded G-Friend from to create Lisa Seraphim. So once again, I'm confused. A door which they created with that lady from SME that had so many problems. Also, at least there were a chair that had tons of problems. And then the only other company that had established groups that you could like look at and be like, okay, so Hybe came over, bought these companies, took groups that were maybe struggling or not as popular and made them popular. Like that would be something that I would like would attach to SME because that sounds like what they're trying to do with SME, right? But SME- they're trying to buy yeah. SME. And make them popular. That's what he's saying. It's well known to help artists become successful, right? That's what he's saying. I feel like okay, so I True see what imagine, you're saying. Right?
2: So I feel like okay, yeah. so I do agree with you because I feel like the only group that became more popular after coming to hype was seventeen. And I don't think that's because yeah. they came to Hype. I think Hy-Vee. I think they yeah. were already on that trajectory and now, Hybe's yeah. just like reaping the the benefits of catching them while they were on an upward while they were high. while they were hot. Because yeah. if you really look at if you really look at 17 story, it's actually really similar to BTS's in a really strange way of like starting out kind of like kind of goo basically, and then having that yeah, one absolutely. hit that just like changes everything. I think for Seventeen, it was was it it wasn't was it CLAP. For every, day. I actually think for me personally, for the international market, it was how do you say that in English? Don't want to cry. I think it was don't want to cry.
0: Don't want to. I cry. think that was yeah, their the like in their
2: international moment, right? That was their moment yeah. and the moment that they took that leap into like being like internationally famous. But before that, in yeah. Korea, they also had like so like for BTS, it would be the equivalent to BTS doing DNA. But before DNA, yes. BTS was already, like, on an upper trajectory, even in Korea, because of... Um, Absolutely. Well, not, not well, run, run, I Need is... You, I Need You. That's when it started. I Need You, I Need You was their strength. So for, yeah. for Seventeen, I would say it would be like that era where they had, like, mommy, Boom Boom. What is that? What, what's that song? That, you know, that, that group of songs. It's like, boom, cha-cha-cha, and then Everyday Boom Boom, and then the other one. You know which one I'm talking about. I'm like, everybody knows this other <laughs> like, Seventeen song. Adore you. Adore you? Is Adore that you was my favorite okay. song from seven, sure. 17. Either way, <laughs> 17, like, like, just has always been on this upward trajectory. They were always going to be this.
0: It wasn't because of right. you. So. <laughs> right. And then on top of that, when they bought Pledis, they disbanded New East. So, like, like, if you think about what they're trying to say, like, and how it applies to SME, you're taking a company with very established, popular, like, groups and artists. So what you're saying is that, you know where us at hybe we're already known for taking these groups and making them more successful that's what you're trying to say here what that? your example of sorry yeah well no okay you know sorry. i, I want to say this i has, you yeah. just like really made me think about something
2: hybe has an sure. mo like they have like a way that they do things so when they buy a company sure. They'll pick the group that they think is most likely to be successful and then disband all the other groups or like like not pay any attention to all the other groups in that company. And I think the reason why they do that is because they realize they don't really have the expertise to really launch these other groups. So they take the group that's already on that path. And then that is. And then after they do that, then it justifies their decision to buy and like in terms of financially, like they can recoup the cost and then they just start the cycle over Mm -hmm. again with a new company. So like with SM, they could, what they could in theory do is the same thing they do with Pletus, where they see, you know, well, the group with the highest growth potential is NCT and ESPA, right? Obviously. And then to some extent, like legacy group like EXO would still have some decent growth potential. Like a group like Shiny, which let's be real, I don't think, like I don't think there's too many people discovering Shiny, and then like, you know, period let alone discovering shiny and then becoming like a lifelong fan right they will see like a group like shiny as a liability and they will be like we got to get rid of it to justify this like billion dollars that we just spent on this company okay so you had that actualization moment yeah Sure. so i kind of had an epiphany like about it i don't know how much an epiphany it is because it's it's not proven it's only kind of been something that i'm hypothesizing but if big hits mo Mm -hmm. or hypes mo is to buy these companies and then because they recognize the growth potential of one particular artist or like a handful of artists i could see them doing a strategy where they buy the company the whole company right so that they don't have to Mm -hmm. worry about all the hassle of like just getting the group to sign with them and like to instead of you know resigning with their company they could just buy the company and then the group that they see the potential in is going to inevitably make enough money to justify the purchase. But all the other groups are just considered like liabilities. It's just an extra cost and they don't see the profit potential. So they'll just get rid of the other groups and keep the one group that's going to make the money. And then they just do that profit and then do it again with a new company. I think this is, yeah, that's their that's their that. business strategy. It will make the most sense to me, and I could see them with SM. It's a little bit different because SM is like one of those companies that has multiple like cash cow groups. But I will, right. I did, you know, I do think that like some of the older groups or some of the groups that like are not as active, or even just the solo artists that aren't as active and things like that. I can see Hive definitely getting rid of them because they don't see the potential. So that will be people like Shiny, unfortunately. You know, people who don't. Tour a lot lately, or like, you know, completely forgetting that Jong Ken existed and like, you know, not honoring that mm-hmm. legacy and things like that. I could see them doing these types of things because from a business decision, it would make the most sense.
0: Yeah. And also too, like when the news first dropped, like my main concern as well was like there are a lot of legacy acts at SME that, you know, are not as active in Korea, who, you know, maybe you know, due to their, their legacy and due to like how well they, they fare in Japan still, you know, are, you know, have solos and stuff like that, like TVXQ and BOA. I mean, I, I, if I'm looking at it and I don't have an attachment to them, like, you know, Lisa did, it can be easy for, you know, if I'm only focusing on the numbers to be like, maybe they shouldn't be here anymore. And that actually ties into another article that was on or post on Omono oh, they didn't where insider reveals SM artists have begun to receive loving calls or love calls to terminate contracts and how SMEs broke basically because they're trying to, Esme Management is trying to fight this takeover, so that's happening. But also, what I thought was more interesting was in a. It says in a chaotic situation where it's impossible to see even at an inch ahead, many of the artists on their legacy are set to renew their contract. So it says that all artists, excluding Espa, have contracts set to expire between this year and next year. It's reported that some large agencies have begun sending love calls to these artists whose contracts are about to expire. So let's look at the roster. Kangta. BOA, TVXQ, Super Junior, Girls' Generation, which is just OGG, a Shiny, EXO, Red Velvet, NCT, and Super Apple. Oh, so their whole lineup. So those are the companies, basically, everybody. Everybody. Everybody but ESPA.
2: I really feel like the groups that I could see entertaining those phone calls, are sorry, the, the groups that I could see not entertain those phone calls, I do think there's some people who feel like SM has a legacy that they want to stay with. Or maybe, you know, there's something there's, you know, they don't want to deal with new things and new people and new, you know, new, new, new. And I do think Mm -hmm. those are going to tend to be the older groups that are more set in stone. Your Boas, your TVX, well, maybe not TVXQ, but like your Boas, basically. And Mm -hmm. other people who feel like they're a part of like the SM legacy, so to speak. Right. That didn't have issues like EXO, because EXO had a lot of issues. Right. I could see EXO members entertaining it. I could see... I don't know if NCT is dumb enough to entertain it. I feel like, depending on who, what company it is, is, you're it will be dumb to entertain. Like, if it's JYP, yeah. sure, right? Makes sense. But if it's, like, one of these small, like, Nugu type things, yeah. makes no sense. But if it's, like, an artist company, like, a true artist, you know what I mean? Makes total sense. <laughs> if it's, like, P-Nation right. or, you know, Kong Daniels, Confucian, What's his... Confusion? Con you know, Confluence, I mean, it's like something yeah. like that. If it's, if it's <laughs> Kong Nails, oh, Connect, connect. I could possibly connect, see yes. it because I could, maybe in theory. And if it's obviously like a Western company, 100%, I see, I could see a lot of artists leaving. Like if it's, if it's right. universal, yeah, I definitely. Yeah. If it's Sony, yeah, I could also see that and it would actually make sense because Sony is a Japanese company and a lot of these people have like major fan bases in, in Japan and it was just, you know, right. they just would have access to better resources. Now, if they did leave SM, part of what that means is like you're also leaving the agency side, not just the record label side. So then they would have to get new agencies as well. Right. If they if they split up between the agency and the record label. But if they just went with the all in one, the only other real option is JYP or Hive. And they're already getting acquired by Hive, so why would they go to Hive?
0: Right. Right. So yeah, so I mean, it's gonna be really interesting to see how this pans out in the next year or so. There was also, Hybe launched a campaign titled SM with Hybe. And it's like, it has its own Twitter page. Yeah, I saw that. And it has information, <laughs> it's even propaganda. It's it's given, you know, like they had videos that they released explaining their strategy titled Hybe's shareholder proposal and SM's growth direction and shareholder return policy. I have not watched these videos. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. As I said, it's giving a lot of propaganda feels. Oh, but I wasn't done with with Hype. Yeah, I didn't say so, you were.
2: You just you moved on.
0: Not me. I know. I know. I know. I know. I'm just yeah. I just myself. OK, so there was a question about, you know, the dark side of K-pop. And Bang PD wanted us to know that it's not just a problem in Korea; it's a problem in the West as well. In most cases, okay. they fear more serious. Okay. I just want to say, you don't
2: you don't have to jump all the way to the West to find a, an industry outside of K-pop that's problematic. Absolutely I not. Take. Okay, but continue. Absolutely not.
0: So they said that basically, they the West or artists in the West, fare more serious catastrophes than Koreans in the form of drug abuse and alcohol abuse. Wait, say that again? In most cases, they fear more serious catastrophe than Koreans in the form of drug or alcohol abuse. So are we just going to pretend like none of these idols are... Like, literally,
2: one of your main idols is pretty much known around... For being like a a severe alcoholic. I'm talking next level alcoholic. To the point where Correct. dude couldn't even smile without having a drink. Okay. Like, are we really doing playing this game of like, oh, but in the West, you've got all of these people doing drugs? Yeah, well, in Korea, you got all these people committing suicide. So like, I I don't see. I don't see what you're where you're getting at. And also just because you do drugs doesn't mean you're having like a mental health dark side
0: problem. Some people just do drugs and like drink alcohol. Like it's not that deep. It's not it's that deep like coming from a Korean when like alcohol abuse is like daily, like that's you guys don't even look at it as abuse, but it absolutely is alcohol abuse. Like to the extent that you have products that are made for st- Specifically for hangovers, like hangover soup, hangover drinks, hangover pops, popsicles, like that's not a problem. Okay. Also, he was asked basically about the reason that he's so aggressive on acquiring SME, and it's basically because there's a slowdown in K-pop, and he acknowledges that you know BTS had a hand in that because their enlistment has definitely decreased <laughs> the growth in K-pop, but. He's also, like, worried. Like, Bang is very worried because, on the other hand, Latin music and Afrobeats are very rapidly growing. And so that's why, you know, one of his strategies is also to basically build an infrastructure for a globalization of K-pop by buying American companies, specifically Ithaca. And I can't remember the company, but it's basically a company for Black artists. So i have so
2: many takes yeah so my first take is does he know that it's 2023 and like the oh my god i can't i feel like okay <laughs> Woo. when you hear me say this if you're a listener please understand like don't don't be willfully obtuse and like think of this in a negative way that's not, i'm not trying to be i'm just saying it's 2023 and like i haven't heard a latin hit on the radio in like five years so i think he he's he's got his his idea of like what's popular misplaced like what's popular right now is if hmm, i don't even want to give him ideas but like he he's got those ideas misplaced i feel like trying to replace a a, a music genre that's like you know for a specific like that's made by a specific group of people feels very very gross right on so many levels and especially since that's not even what you want to be going after right now because that's not the thing that's popping anymore it's 2023 once again but i also want to say like expanding when he talks about expanding and then in the same breath be like this is, on the grand scale of things, this is not a monopoly. We're not trying to go, right. get, you know, be involved in monopolies without even understanding, like, if you try to do this in other countries, you're going to probably meet some issues with the SEC. Or, like, well, I don't know yeah. what other the equivalent to the SEC is in, you know, Europe mm-hmm. or Canada or whatever. Other. But yeah, the yeah. point is, is all of these other countries that you're talking about, particularly in the West, have antitrust laws. You can't just... I mean right. you could, but you not you don't have that type of pool. You don't have the pool you think you do, right? You don't have the pool to be able to just like consolidate all of these companies. Especially, let me I I just got to do this real quick. Let me just look this up. I just have to do this for my own brain. Okay, so Sony Music Group's revenue as of 2020 was 8.86 billion. Universal's mm-hmm. was 8.5 four billion in sorry that's euros i'm sorry in u.s dollars it's 10.6 billion as of 2021 warner music mm-hmm. is 5.9 billion as of 2022 all of these companies are worth more than sm entertainment i mean sorry than hype right HYBE, yeah and this is just the music like portion of what they do you mm-hmm. are not going to buy them you might be able to get some of a, some sort of a stake, but the, any stake you get is going to be a tiny stake, especially since if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken, all of these companies are also public. So whatever stake you get yeah. is going to be a tiny stake where you have no real control. And at that point, you're just going to be making money, not off of music, but from investments. So you're not even a record label or, or an, uh, an artist agency anymore. You're effectively a venture capital firm. Or a private equity firm, right. you know what I mean? Like you're a financial right. institution at that point. So right. I don't understand where he thinks he's going to get all this money to like invest, like buy out these companies. Because I don't think, to be honest, I don't think with the portfolio he has right now, he's going to make enough money to even sniff at a reasonable shares in any of these bigger companies, right? And, and I'm sure, right. he could buy up the smaller, like Ithaca Holdings, whatever, but like, I don't. I, I think, I wonder like what the plan is with, with that. You know what I mean? Like, what do you think exactly is going to happen after you buy this? Do you think it's going, it's going to, Ithaca's going to become a K pop company? Because right. I, I don't think, I don't know if you've noticed, but K pop is not doing too well in America right now. Like, it's not doing as well as it was like three years ago. So, I don't yeah, know I like
0: what that the mainstream. goal is. Yeah, I feel like that mainstream success that they want is just not going to happen because K-pop will always be seen as a niche market. Not to make, not to belittle it or anything no. like that. It's still money-making venture. Oh, yeah. and it's still currently popular. And we're seeing more and more tours. But I don't think the they're going to the mainstream success. Yeah. yeah, I don't think they're going to have ever have that mainstream success that they want. They want I and think Hyde
2: wants okay. to be like a UMG. It wants to be like a WMG, you know, a, a, yeah. a Sony music. But it, it's not going to be that and that's okay yeah. because the fact that you are this big and the only thing you do is produce k-pop idols you do nothing else like all these other right. companies Absolutely. have so many genres so many different types of artists all whereas if you look at k-pop the artists are more similar within k-pop than the artists like for example with an r like you know right. flow is nothing like the weekend who is nothing like alicia keys who you know what i mean like there's, it's nothing like Beyonce. It's nothing like Beyonce. Yeah. Like, the, there's Absolutely. a lot of diversity within that genre. Whereas K-pop is really yeah. kind of like musically the same, but especially aesthetically right. the same. So the right. only difference is the people in the group at that point. So I don't know that you're going right. to get the success that you want. And I'm not saying that I feel like my my discomfort with it is like he's denying the that he wants a monopoly over the global global music industry. Like he's denying that, right. and I think that's what's bothering me. Because and I think I felt the need to like sort of humble him a little bit. Like you're not gonna sniff what you want out of this venture out of like your your kind of plans that you have for the future. Like, and and I don't think you should be able to. I don't think that one. Notice how I mentioned like four other big companies. Like it's not just one big Mm -hmm. company and I like it that way. Now, if he really wants to do something that's going to help the music industry, how about you help the touring industry? Because right now there's a monopoly on ticket sales, which is why on Ticketmaster you see tickets for like $6,000.
0: Right, right. And also, too, like if they really had the pull that they had. Remember when we were talking about how they changed the laws and like how it's more expensive to get work visas. Why don't you work on that if you want the industry to succeed? Like,
2: Because he don't want the industry to it, succeed. It he just wants just... to line his pockets, which is, again, why I said he wants Hybe to become a venture capital firm.
1: Right. You want to make money right, by investing
2: right. in things because you don't have the creativity and the talent to make things grow naturally
0: right and also too i think my one of my issues with this as well is i just really don't understand why he had to compare like the growth that he wants to other pocs in the game Mm. who are like who were also making waves in their own respective markets before they got some of that international pull that we're seeing and like exposure that we're seeing now and these like I don't think any of these industries have necessarily peaked at all, to be honest. But, like, I mean, obviously, like Latin music, if we're talking about reggaeton, I think it kind of has in some cases, but Afrobeats are still, I think, you know, viable. And I think no, Afrobeats still are still viable. Kinda, that's why I mentioned yeah, Latin, yeah. Latin you know, reg, like that yeah.
2: reggaeton, like the Latin right. specific variety of it. I think that moment is right. kind of passed on the, like, it, don't get me yeah. wrong, things go in waves. So I'm not saying it can never come back, but I'm just saying like, there are certain things that are always going to be popular, like, you know, like pop music, <laughs> like as like a, a general right. idea, right. but like, Right. The reason why it's pop music is because it was popular at that time, right? So, like, time. right now, I think, mm-hmm. you know, and now what's weird is, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's some genres that, like, are just, like, for some reason, they evergreen. Like, I think hip-hop ever, evergreens. Like, I really thought hip-hop would be really, really di- died down in terms of popularity, but, and by hip-hop, I actually specifically mean rap. It, it evergreens. Rock music, evergreens. Right. It's always going to be in, in a, in a sense, Right. And, right. and in some some but but i see k-pop the same way i see country music like country music has a die hard fanboy base it will never be mainstream i can never i, I can't even imagine a, a scenario where country music would be like like the i mean like it'll have mainstream moments but i don't think it'll ever be like an evergreening always in the popular consciousness
0: does that make sense Right. No, I get that. I get that. And as I said, like, I just feel like my issue is I don't want people who are anti-Black and very discriminatory towards people of color, especially people of darker skin, to own and also see us as their main competition you know what i mean oh, yeah. and i think that's the problem with it because it's very specific especially when they did that remember there was that Hybe article where they broke down their fan base and they completely excluded black people like no, i it's, don't remember that it's nuts but... to me oh yeah so there was an article that came up that sort of like was like a survey of, of like k-pop like their types of fans and like you know where they're from in the world and ethnically like they broke it down but black people were completely absent from it that's weird completely so it's kind of like crazy to me like why would you want to buy quality control music like what 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 is it what's the incentive for you to own that company what's quality control how music? are you going to help the migos oh migos a company that owns migos <laughs> and city girls and lil yachi you know like what what are you going to do to help that company and help those artists yeah
2: nothing they well it depends you know right. do they see dollar signs in front of you and, and dollar signs right. mean different things right like you know I, I feel like all of those groups you just named will probably definitely very easily groups and artists will very I feel like mm-hmm. they all are making money more money than if not on par with like big the h- hives number one like money right, right right so and
0: they're
2: just and, yeah. and, and it's like a lot less effort <laughs> to maintain in terms of like right. these are grown adults who kind like i there's also again there's also a fundamental difference in the way these companies are run once again it goes back to like right. like you said what are you going to do for them because hive is an agency and a record label so it's like right anything that their artist does also benefits them you can't say the same right. about like I mean, don't get me wrong. There's probably contracts like Lil Nas X probably has a contract that says you can't do this if it's like going to hurt like his record label. However, if yeah. he wants, he could go and like sell blood and tennis shoes and, his, and it's right. not going to affect his company. Whereas Hybe could literally just be like, no, we're not going to shop around for that opportunity for you. Like, he could, like his agent could just tell him no, because his agent is his record label. Right, and they're like, this right. is going to affect your music sales, so, and which is going to affect our bottom line. So no, like changing right. the, I feel like what he's talking about is like change, also talking about changing the culture of the music industry to better fit Hybe. And I don't care if it's like the Korean right. model that doesn't bother me. Like, you know, I'm right. not like xenophobic, but I do care if it's the Hybe model because Hybe seems to not really care about artists. If it's not making above a certain amount, it's kind of like that group that we were talking about earlier, the, that was created by the old Luna creator, where that Mm, girl group, where it's like, you didn't sell a hundred thousand albums. So we're going to cancel you, even though they sold probably enough to pay their debt back. Right. Right. And that's another thing. Another thing that really bothers me about the hype model, which I guess you could say is the Korean model to some extent is like, these people have to pay you. Like you, you can audition right. for a company. And the thing about auditions is like, like in, in, in you know, international record labels, like record labels outside of Korea, when you audition, usually it's, or even within Korea, now that I think about it, that are not K-pop labels. When you audition, it's just a yes or no, right? But right. in K-pop labels, when you audition, it's a yes, no, or maybe. And the maybes is where they like, can really screw somebody like a trainee who's a big maybe right. for debuting and they're paying all this money to the company and then they never debut. And now they just have like, right. either they paid that money or the, the company paid for them and they're in debt. So right. I don't like that model. Right. I don't like the idea that that, like the, that model would, become like a normalized model. I don't like the idea that a company right. can have a monopoly. I don't care what company it is over any industry, right. especially when like, it would be different if there was no competition, but there is competition. They're just right. buying it all out. I don't like that idea, especially Absolutely. since I noticed that hype groups, like once a group goes to hype or debuts under hype, it starts to sound like every other group, like the only group, like I said, the only group in Hype that doesn't sound like the other groups in Hype is TXT in terms of boy groups. Mm -hmm. In Hypin to me makes BTS light music. 17 is starting, like, 17 used to make very unique sounding music. They don't really sound like themselves anymore, if you ask me, to be quite honest. I know some, I know Mm -hmm. carrots are gonna hate that and we're gonna get a lot of backlash, but. There's a reason why, like, it's hard for me to listen to a lot of their... Like, it's that, it's good. Don't get me wrong. I think their music, But, like, I, I think that there is something about Seventeen that used to be super unique that now they're coming... They, they just sound like other, to some extent, other boy groups. Right. TXT is right. the only group that kind of has its own little thing. And I really don't even... And I think the, the trade-off for that is they get to live with Chuck E. and all the other rats. <laughs> I, think that's the, I think that's the trade-off. Even to the girl yeah. groups.
0: I see Sorry. But then I was gonna say, funny enough, talking about TXT, they did ask him about his relationship with artists like under the Hybe or the Hybe umbrella, and he said basically, you know, like he he kind of like alluded that his relationship with BTS is special, it's different, and they would be able to say that. But he's like, with everybody else, you know, they know me sometimes. This is the chairman sometimes they don't even know who I am. You know, like it's very hands off approach. And I was like, is this man really saying TXT doesn't know who he is? What? He literally started that that group. Like, and what also, is he even talking
2: what about? The funniest thing about that is, like, out of all the groups, TXT is the one that, like, roasts him the most, like, right after BTS. I like, BTS roasts him a lot right. and then TXT roasts him even like, I feel like, on the same like, par. Like, they always talk about how, like, he kind of looked like Handsome Squidward. <laughs> like, they be going in on them. <laughs> they be going in. And that, that could be why he's salty, but like yeah, no, like, that's super shady to me. It's like one thing, you know, I can't stand Lee Suman, but I do think that he and he also played favorites, but he was very like clear. <laughs> right. his favorites. I mean, he literally put all his favorites in one group. So, you know, it was right. he, you knew, right? Right. And and say say what you want about JYP, but I feel like JYP didn't really pick favorites all that much. I feel like he kinda of liked his girl groups. groups his girl groups are the favorites like that's basically the, maybe the that's thing why J- i feel like P. he didn't pick like, favorites because yeah. i'm looking for like right. within groups you know who's your favorite But right. no no
0: no he's not like that he's
2: like no twice that's that's my those are my booze. those are my babies like, <laughs> he's like
0: J- he's like um got seven who are they again and to,
2: to some extent okay. i'm trying <laughs> to get it because they they will roast him all the time i gotta get it right but like yeah no right. like it, but you still even though with that though you still got the vibe that like he respected them as art, like, as people, I guess? Like, I don't know, not respected them, but like, I, I, what's the word I'm looking for? You got the fact that he knew them, he knew who he knew, knew he knew them, right? He knew and he actually were. interacted yeah, with them. I don't get the vibe that Bang yeah. PD interacts with Seventeen. I don't think he knows the individual members' real names in Seventeen. I think he thinks D, DK's real name, or D8's real name is D, D8. Like, I don't think he thinks... <laughs> and he probably doesn't know that that man's name is Minghao. I, I also, too, I... I, okay, this is just, like, a hot take that is, like, something that i hopefully this will be behind the paywall, the part of the episode behind the paywall, because this is a hot take. I get vibes from Bang PD that he would rather his groups not have foreign members. Hmm, that's really interesting. And I mean, I don't really. There, yeah. I have real reasons yeah. for that. I think, one, I remember when that whole scandal went down when Jimin was wearing, like, the the Pearl Harbor, like, oh, or the, the, not Pearl Harbor, shirt. Nagasaki Hiroshima shirt. And yes. like then all that stuff, like I feel like he got he took a lot of back like I feel like Bank PD has a very strange relationship with like like Japan as a concept. But like his mm-hmm. relationship with like China and Southeast Asia is very bad. Like I feel like he doesn't see them like as people that he could debut in one of his groups. And Mm-hmm. I, I could be wrong because, I don't know, New Jeans might have a member that's foreign or something like that. But like, even if you really have a couple. If you yeah. look at the groups with all Korean members or, like, mostly Korean members, I do think that they get a different type of treatment from the groups that don't have that. Like, like so, okay, for example, 2 by 2 has one member who's not Korean. Well, okay he's korean mm-hmm. but he's like from like wasn't born in korea right like they have him who he's, right. he's biracial right and right. i think right. they get different treatment from bts which is all korean group they get different treatment from in hypen which is i'm pretty sure an all korean if not mostly korean group or yeah mostly korean group um and is new all korean
0: <laughs> so it it's not like they have a biracial with. I mean, with white, obviously, but also I think they have like a Vietnamese. Okay, well then they just age. messed up my.
2: They just messed up my. Yeah, they do have a Vietnamese. Well, I think
0: police certified would have. Lee Seo would have because they have two Japanese members from the Produce series, and he. I was think very he likes Japanese people.
2: them. I think it, I. My thing is, is I think oh. he. So when that whole thing with Jimin went down, I remember Jimin took a lot of the brunt of that, and then people were saying it's weird because Bang PD loves Japanese people, and like to the point where he like, what? oh yeah, like I remember this. It, this was like a long time ago, but I had to find the article. But it was something about like Bang PD actually has like a friend in Japan who's like a super far right Japanese like oh my god party member Hmm?
0: so sakura sakura i know how you pronounce it from lisa or femme she's also been sort of connected to far-right people in japan as well and he it seems like they have a really great relationship so that's very interesting to me because
2: i remember netizens were talking about like he has connections with the really far right who are like world war ii deniers they deny comfort women they deny like and i remember koreans being like what the fuck like that is really weird. Right. So I, that's right. why I said he has a weird relationship with Japan. But because, again, Jimin took got like the brunt of that. Like, not Hype or Big Hit, whatever they were at the time. Jimin took the brunt of that. But, like, yeah. So there's that. But when it comes to the other, like, countries, I don't know. Like, it's just, it just kind of interesting how the groups that have more members that are not Korean or Japanese – I feel like, okay, I, can, I probably can't say that because we really only have three groups to go off of that are big hit groups. So I can't really mm-hmm. say that.
0: Yeah. Well, you could, I guess it could be said that, you know, his, he has a love for Japan that might be, could be problematic, which is funny because I know netizens complain a lot about Lee Suman's relationship with China, but I know oh, like you, nobody a really talks person. about... <laughs> I mean, I mean, we're not like, no, this is not a Lee Suman defense. No, not at all. (laughs) It's not at all. No, 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 no. But I'm just saying like, in comparison, it's kind of interesting, when, you know, like, a lot of the Japanese atrocities towards Koreans are much fresher, you know what I mean, than I would say some of the Chinese ones. But, you know, we don't talk about well because it's about image
2: it's about image right it's about the image like I I remember talking to one of my friends about this and she was like it's because like the image of Chinese people in Korea is it's about like the socioeconomic status and I won't go any further because I ain't gonna have nobody accusing me of saying that stuff but like I just remember being told this like Koreans see Chinese people in a different literal class than Korean people and japanese Uh. people so it doesn't so for them it doesn't matter how many war crimes you do as long as you are like wealthy and accepted by like the west like that that's you know we we like you you know what i mean like it's really fucked up and terrible that
0: actually makes a lot more sense because like i would argue that like people say oh lisa Mon takes too much loans or like gets too much money from there and they're always focused on chinese success chinese success i'm like but i feel like K-pop as a whole is much more interested in Japanese success than anything else. Even English, even success in the West as a backseat to Japan. Because remember, to debut in Japan, you got to learn how to speak Japanese. To debut and make music in the West, they don't care if you know English or if you only know that song. It is what it is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I would argue that there's they do rely more heavily on success in Japan than they do on other foreign markets. But I never see people criticize that in the same way that I see them criticize any Japanese members or Japanese investments and stuff like that. Okay. So and do want
2: to say, I did check, I did check in on it in hype and yeah. they're all Korean except yeah. for one who's Japanese and, and right. don't get me wrong. Some of them are like Koreans dash, you know, whatever. But, and yeah. so, so maybe my theory behind two by two is just like not correct because, You know, maybe maybe he really does love like two by two. I mean, he really does love Kai, but he just hates two by two. I think two by two, he just hates them. Like I don't even think it's not even hate. I just think he treats them differently, and it's probably not because of Kai being like half. White, like that's probably not the problem. Right. Uh, but I will say right. that, like, I do think it's interesting how like somebody, somebody made the comment like Big Hit would never. I, I don't. This is like a netizen that said this, and I'm probably conflating these two things too. But they are like Big Hit would never. This is back in the day. Big Hit would never debut like a non Korean idol. I just remember reading that, and remember mm-hmm. reading more and more about like like Bang PD and his like, you know, all of his kind of. Associations and doings in Korea and Japan, and just feeling like, mm-hmm. dang, that's kind of true. Like, I really feel like he would never debut like an actual Southeast Asian. Or because, even okay, that's another thing Boys Planet. Boys Planet, that's a hype right. thing, right? If I'm not mistaken, mm, no. like, is it MNET? No. So, oh,
1: it
0: is M-Net. Island was hypes. Yeah, oh, so Island! Boys okay. Planet is Mnet.
2: Okay. Yeah. Well, also Mnet. I mean,
0: Island itself was a mess. Mnet is being shady
2: <laughs> then, right now with Boys Planet, because I do see, like, I have been seeing people saying that they've eliminated pretty much all the Southeast Asian con- contestants. Which
0: oh, they do that. Heads Every 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 time they do that show, literally, like, I don't even know why China, like, what was the show before that? The one that debuted Kepler Girls Planet, I think. They literally like. i I think one chinese person made it and maybe like two or three two maybe japan japanese people made it but like they eliminated early all basically all of the chinese and japanese contestants and only kept the popular ones it was actually nuts when you think about it because like no offense to kepler but
1: there's
2: a lot of useless people in that group kepler has one no offense i
0: you know Sure, but they are, <laughs> are you d- um, disagree? Or, no, I, I think you know what. Like, I, yeah, I think Kepler is definitely not it. Yeah,
2: no, I, I think this is their problem. I think this this is. I think again, all of these things are conspiracy theories, like for the most part. Like, right? You know, right. who knows? I, I And some of these things are flat out wrong. Like, I said something, and then I checked my sources, and I'm like, no, I'll you know, maybe that's not correct. Maybe he just actually
0: sincerely does not like two by two because they're <laughs> well, terrible people, the worst the well and that the thing is like you were giving him a, an option that didn't make him as terrible as you know just straight up flat out not liking a group that he Yeah. I was trying to give him like a, like a like, some sort
2: right. of a like
0: yeah out but like I think he
2: just doubt. kind yeah, of doesn't like sense. 2 by 2 which is fine because they don't like him either right. which I mean it, it, it explains a lot because before they really popped off with can't you see me can't you see they me? even even to like like, some of the way they was promoting, like, it was just weird. But, like, now that they popped off with Can't You See Me, I do feel like, I don't know, they still living with them rats. That's all I got to say. But, yes, so, more <laughs> of the story is, I don't believe anything that comes out of this man's mouth. I think he is... like twisting things to go in his way and he knows that hive and it's so funny because i just remember how back in the day hive stands used to be like you know big hit doesn't have company stands because you know bts is nugu and like we started from the bottom and i'm like yeah literally all these companies started from the bottom and now they're here
0: absolutely now they're
2: here so like what's your
0: (laughs) you think like it's not like lee suman was like, like, uh, use, created SME as a subsidiary of Sony Music or something, you know, like, it's kind of weird the way that they keep saying these things, and I'm just like, like, all of these groups literally started from the bottom, like, JYP had money because he started from the bottom as a soloist and as a writer and finally had the money to use YG, literally was a backup dancer for South And that's where he funded the money to create his company. Like, what are you even talking about at this point? Like, I feel like Bank PD is basically on par with like JYP and these other people, like the guy who created Cube as well and Starship. They all literally started by making music for other artists, got the capital, and then made their own company. Like, that's literally how it works. So he's not, he was not in any lower than anybody else. And he had connections through JYP. To so say, he like was he already was well connected, known. Yeah, I mean, he's called Hitman Bang and not because of BTS. He was called that beforehand. Like, what are you even I don't know why we call him
2: Hitman because he don't make hits, but he do be killing people, so maybe that's why. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, Ash, do not include that in that episode. He don't kill people. That was a joke. right.
0: Right. Right. But like, it's kind of crazy to me because I'm just like, you do understand it's about connections, right? I mean, we have seen Nugu, Nugu, like the Nuguist of Nugu groups and how they literally can't even get on shows and can't even perform full songs because they're that not like they're so unwell, Like they're just, no one knows them. They don't have the connections that they need. BTS, like they had RM and stuff on like shows, like actual shows, you know, to promote the group. So it's kind of like crazy to me that like they peddled that started from the bottom thing for so long as they did. When we saw that they had used active connections to promote their group before they hit it with I Need You. So I don't know. Like the whole thing is just kind of crazy. Also, they have capital to go to America and do a reality show. Yeah, I I feel like
2: people don't talk about that enough. They don't talk about that enough.
0: Right, right. So, I mean... It's a lie. But yes, I mean this whole high B SME thing is still a work in progress, so we'll see how it goes. We'll definitely have an update for the, you guys the next time. But that is the end of the topics. That's the end of Hybee Corner. And let us get into our featured group. So we've decided to do Purple Kiss. So Purple Kiss is a South Korean girl group formed by RBW in 2020. The group consists of six members. Nagoin, Dozy, IRA, Yuki, Chein, and Swan. Originally, a seven-member group, Park ji left the group on November 18th of last year due to poor health issues. They are considered to be a self-producing group with members actively involved in songwriting, composing, and other aspects of their music and showmanship so we are going to watch their five singles that they've released since their comeback since since their debut my bad and yeah we're gonna start with oh i have a question mm-hmm. before we even get into it okay knowing that they are signed to rbw which is the home of Mama Moo, do you have any expectations for what kind of group this is going to be they
2: better be a vocal group they
0: can sing well let's see we're gonna start with <laughs> did, you, Kanzo- did you watch Kanzo-na? them
2: <laughs> okay no Okay, no subtitles. Oh. I... Not that I really need them.
1: Oh, there you are. She has a vaguely Jenny sounding voice. Yeah. Seems a little bit more supported than Jennifer though. Yes, of course. <sighs> And she yes. looks like Jenny. Kind of liking this. Yeah, they seem older. Are they? Let me take a look. I mean, like late twenties. At the youngest, let's see, Purple Kiss.
0: I'm on their profile page, and let's see the leader. It was born in '99. Oh. And she is the oldest member. There's no
2: reason why yeah. they should. They seem very mature in a good way, but like also yeah. in a. Mm-hmm. I really hope all the members are over 18 kind of way.
0: Yeah, well, the member that they did lose, Park Jian, was born in 97. So she would have been the oldest member before that. Mm-hmm. Their Mac name was born in 2003. Okay. All right. I mean, she's yeah. hopefully 20
2: but they do have like a very mature vibe
1: like she nasty girl i don't know about that
2: but (laughs) they give a very like 30 plus vibe you know mature yeah
0: aesthetics yeah
1: like i said it's a great thing i think that's the industry needs that absolutely i like her outfit the one in the front i do too i don't know why i'm like it's it's classy and fun and also the rest of them i think
2: some of the outfits do look a little bit like the stylist new stylist honey made it in the you know 10 minutes before the music video was shot hold up (laughs) they got a (laughs) naked boy in their video getting on his knees okay sure is he caucasian yeah that man looks caucasian
0: <laughs> Maybe there's a lot of foreign uh, models out there. Did we oh, just Okay, wasn't expecting that. I feel like short hair is really giving it aesthetically. Okay, like her facial, her facial I like expressions are working with this.
2: Oh, too Jimmy <laughs> in terms of like. Okay, Big Jenny's pretty to me. Yeah. yeah. I do like that, like, it seems like this new kind of generation of girl groups all look different. <laughs> we love that. I will yes. never miss third yes. generation. We all look alike girl groups. Right. Also, one of them seems, I don't want to comment on this, but I do think the representation is good. Like, I don't want to b- draw attention to it, but she's definitely like, yeah, I know yeah what you, mean. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but I love it. It's yeah, like a great
1: absolutely.
0: thing. Yeah, I kind of liked it. It's given kind of like early Dreamcatcher, where you know Satanist or something like that. In some ways, I don't know, but it's kind of different. It's interesting, and I'm really happy to see groups debut with more mature concepts. Yeah, because you know, I, I as I don't mind the really soft one, but this is cool. It's good. But anyways, let's get into Zombie.
1: I like,
2: I like kind of the even though it's kind of cheap looking. I really do like yeah. the vibe of their music video so far. Like, I don't know, it just it makes you feel like you're in a different like
0: universe. Yeah. I think it's the color aesthetic specifically, but also the like focus on purple.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> this is a group that I'm not sure that they need a rapper right now.
0: They don't. I, I honestly What's like the Harley Quinn rapper for the most part aesthetic? Harley Quinn is so mm. popular in Korea.
2: It's so weird. Probably because she's like everything that like every K-pop girl aesthetic is going toward Harley, Harley Quinn. If you think about it, like blonde hair, but right. like sometimes with the blue streaks and like you know face paint. You know, acts kind of 12, but is in reality 42.
1: Right, right. This almost gives me like shades of shiny.
2: Married to the music? Married to the music. How do you get there before I did? Yeah. Sorry? I said you got there before I did. The shiny, married to the music.
1: That was a cute choreo. Yeah. Mm, I didn't need that. No.
2: I want more like naked boys in this music video. <laughs> <laughs> well, they set a standard with the last video.
1: <laughs> right.
2: I'm going to as long as this group is not problematic, I'll support them simply because of the representation. Yeah. And I like absolutely. that she doesn't seem like so far, at least she seems like she's getting pretty even
1: screen Distribution, time, right? Yeah, yeah, like
0: as the other girls. Yeah. But also too, I like that they dress her properly because yes. I noticed like with Twice, when one of their members gains some noticeable weight, her outfits just like, I don't even know what they... Like, I feel like sometimes they just put her in, like, bags and put her on stage. <laughs> bags? But was, like, just, <laughs> she's a person who's still gorgeous. Oh. Like, what are you even doing? Right. It really upsets my my spirit.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's catchy, <laughs> but I hate it. You know what I mean?
0: Right. Yeah, because it's not, like, original. It's just kind of... Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like the first song to me was objectively better, but this one is the one that's going to be
1: in my head. You know? Right. Right.
2: Okay, they could have picked a cuter boy.
1: I guess
0: maybe it's supposed to be funny because he's like a nerd or whatever. <laughs> nerd.
2: <Maybe. laughs> we hate I nerds.
0: <laughs> I mean, right, right, right. But like, you know, I don't know. Anyways. Oh. It's okay. We don't. Did they just go back to Ponzi, Oh, did it? It oh, did for it me, did, but it I it just clicked on it. Mem, mem, mem. Yeah, me, Okay, so word. we're gonna listen to Meme M. Why do they have so many MVs? Like, they have an MV for every song. Well, they've had this many minis.
1: Didn't they just <laughs> debut? In 2020? Yeah, oh, okay. So they've been around. Are they still active? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. They just dropped the comeback last month.
2: Okay the off the off brand blackpink is not working for them <laughs>
1: <laughs> even like the the way they distributed the song
2: is very blackpink yeah <laughs> like, oh my this god this is like how
0: you like that it's like, literally
2: how you wait, like wait, that wait. like i mean you can literally <laughs> They didn't even try to make a difference. <laughs> and mm-hmm. they produce their own music, right?
1: Allegedly. So we can I mean, make these critiques to, to the girls.
2: Like. Right.
1: I mean, but if you just popular, purple you is bad. You? you know, right. black pink in your area, you know. Like I don't know. Okay. Fake Jenny. Look at your orange. Okay, I like this part.
2: Lisa. Okay, yeah, this is the Lisa part (laughs) for sure. This is the part in the YG song where everybody comes in and starts yelling at you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, why did they switch up the song so like... Ray. Okay, Jisoo. I don't think g c could sound that good, to be okay, honest with you. Okay, you didn't have to cover Jisoo. Um, this choreo is super goofy. <laughs> like, it's terrible. Right. It's, yeah. Very silly. Yeah, they was real unserious with this one. <laughs> And she held that note. And this is the end of every uh, laughing song.
2: i conscious for copyright infringement.
1: <laughs>
0: right. Well, I will say this album, this was from their MP in 2022 called Geeky Love. How does they get worse? It, wait, no, 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 sorry. It's Mimi Meme, Meme M, sorry. This is from that March 29th mini, and it did not sell as much as the one before it that we watched, which was Zombie. I see why. And it didn't sell as well, yeah, it didn't sell as well as this one coming up either in terms of albums. Okay, well, I'm interested to see the one so coming this up. this is called nerdy from geeky land i feel like this is this album but i just don't remember anything from it man they're like like they just
1: oh this reminds <laughs> me can't you see me aesthetic mm. i love music videos with those aesthetics
2: what does this remind you of who has a song like this mama moo
0: Hip. yes. Hip. Kind of like hip. it sounds just hip. like hip. Yeah, but like hip if it was a Halloween song.
1: Oh <laughs> look at that diversity. I didn't even realize that the man was black until you said it.
2: Do they know what nerdy means? I don't think so. Because, like, I'm pretty sure the first line of the course is I'm so nerdy, but I'm not stupid. Which is kind of like,
1: yeah, nerdy. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Maybe that's what you said the first time. Right, right.
0: Maybe there's a different. Word for nerdy in Korea.
2: I've never heard it. Maybe.
0: Maybe it but like maybe has a different. I mean, yeah. literally, even in Thailand, let me,
2: let me the word nerd up. means the same thing that it means here. Another unnecessary rap song. I can't believe NCT stole the choreo from AAO from Purple Kiss. <laughs>
1: Let me see. Purple,
0: Kiss. I'm going to see the what they had to say about this album.
2: Because the album was also called, like, Geeky Land. So they debuted when one of the members was 17. That's kind of mm, sketchy. Given their concept, I should say.
0: Right. Oh, oh I mean, they had Half Naked Men in the first song. Okay,
2: yeah. I love that choreo. That was so cool. Okay, they could just call this the spiritual successor to Hip cause it's it feels different right. from hit, but the same at the same time, even the click
1: similar click
2: that's like hit, yeah
1: they like they could just make this an extended version of hit, and it would be good, also the I love myself line we didn't need it. That was actually a really good
2: song.
0: It was. It's was very catchy. Who do I? And I feel like we remove Zon- like me mem from like their discography. I feel like you know the first two songs and then this song are perfect. Like they flow together much better. I think. Well, they're different like, albums, though, right? Aesthetically. They're all on different albums, but like they feel like if you're going to talk about Purple Kiss's sound, I feel like those oh. are more representative of it. Also, yeah. they
2: love a good horror movie, honey. Right,
0: the Haunted right. House, The
2: Zombies, and now The Haunted Hotel. Witchcraft. Right. I love... Oh, this is the Mama Moo Hotel. But also, I love how none of their concepts <laughs> ever go with the, what the song is about. Right. <laughs> I've heard this song, I feel like, and so far,
1: I love it.
0: Oh, yes, guys, we're listening to Sweet Juice, which was released in March oh, of yeah. this Oh, yeah, we, we
1: forgot to tell you. Yes. <laughs> I will say,
2: you know, I hate the schoolgirl yes. aesthetic. Yes. When it's supposed to be sexy. I think it's really kind of strange. Yes.
0: I actually really like the song. No, I love the song. Think it's like my favorite so far. Yeah. Yeah.
2: The knee pads are strange, but I guess I see why they wear them if they're doing
1: intense choreo. Right. I mean, even the rap, I don't mind. Oh, I love her voice here. I think what really also especially
2: bothers me about these uniforms is they look like actual schoolgirl uniforms like that I've seen like people wear to school, like kids wear <laughs> yeah.
0: Right.
1: It's, like, it's not yeah. like, you know, dramatized I mean, they just have every horror, horror
2: movie. Right? (laughs) First I was like, Oh, this is the shining. And then like, no, this is Scream. No, this is it follows. No, this is Psycho.
1: (laughs) Oh you know what I would do to
0: see like a girl group do ballet, like actual ballet? Right, and not like Red Velvet's "Feel My Rhythm." <laughs> <laughs> they did <by> ballet. <laughs> yeah, you didn't see no. that. The "Feel My Rhythm" from last year—that whole concept was like Swan
2: Lake. Oh, I do not have this memory. Wait,
1: what? Why did she tell her to run? I don't. They just be saying so like Get
0: out of the hotel. Because clearly that
2: hotel is haunted. Are we going back to the days where, like, English lyrics didn't make sense <laughs> in the context of the
0: song? I mean, I kind of like that era. Like, you do not know what the hell they are singing about, but it was I'm fun. I'm not saying I don't <laughs> like the era. I'm
2: saying, are we moving that yeah. direction? Because <laughs> she literally, I she also, asked the girl, do you want some sweet juice? The girl said, yeah. And then she goes, run. I'm like, hmm. I, oh, I don't know why you told her to run. Not enough context was given oh I want her to date Bomb You from TXT
1: <laughs> okay you, you don't get I mean, it I feel you don't like see the vision
0: more idols I, no but I feel like more idols should date each other oh
2: that was a cool so these last two choreographies have been decent right well there's six of them and like one of two by two can definitely not date one of them <laughs> so there's four two by two <laughs> available <laughs>
0: nobody will ever know why i just said that (laughs) okay yeah those are the title tracks from purple kiss so what did you think i like them i really
2: like them i think sweet juice was the best the first one was pretty decent zombie was pretty catchy but i didn't like yes. as much as nerdy i thought nerdy had the best choreo they definitely can perform from what i heard they can sing i mean like they don't sound like vocal goddesses and and necessarily but they are definitely some of the one of the best like k-pop girl groups for singing right now mm-hmm. they have a lot of potential i feel like it, but i i don't think that they will ever be like i won't say ever but like when i think of where i see them fitting in the industry they have a place I don't know that it's like as mainstream as some of the other groups, but that's just because what right. they what their sound is. It's a very particular sound. But right. they sound great. Like I can see them win like being the type of like artist that wins all the awards, but like like it is like they do like, you know, indie <laughs> country fusion hip hop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like they do like this oh, really yeah. like highly niche genre, but like everybody recognizes that they're true artists. Like, like right right. so yeah I, I don't know they especially if they actually do like write and produce all their own stuff don't get me wrong you can hear the influences but that's what happens when you do have like more amateur writers i'm not saying they're amateur but i'm saying that like there's gonna be a difference between like what's her name tiffany Ray, the one that writes for sm there's gonna be a difference no kenzie right. there's gonna be a difference between like a kenzie and like them because kenzie that's all kenzie does is write and like kenzie has been writing right. for like a hundred thousand years, whereas these girls, right. um, they're very young, so it's hard to believe that they've been writing for too long. So they, but once they get right. more practice, I definitely think that they're going to be able to come up with more like unique sounds. I mean, because so far, like I said, they right. had a black pink sounding song, and they had a shiny sounding song, so it's like you can hear the inspiration, which is okay, but like sometimes they do need to like be able to have. Something that's like their signature sound, which don't get me wrong, these are their signature sound. Mm-hmm. But it's like you can, it's, I feel like you can hear the influences a little too much, like or like the mm-hmm. la like, nerdy. Nerdy was literally just hit. It was just hit. Right. So like, I, I'm gonna <laughs> need to see them. You know, before I can be like, oh, these are true artists, I, you know, versus just like a regular idol, I'm going to need to see them like really kind of hone that, 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 that yeah. artistry side of it. But as far as like the singing artistry, I think it's there. The dancing artistry, not the choreography artistry. That's a different type of artistry. The dancing choreography, I think, is there. I think they have just enough yeah. charisma to make it like make them pop and make them stand out amongst a sea of like indistinguishable indistinguishable girl groups you know aka kepler and la seraphim and like all these groups that are not new jeans and espa you know and blackpink who like right, all sound right, like right. each other so yeah right, that was a lot but i as you can tell i do really like them and i think that you know yeah. for our listeners if you're looking for a group that is going to give you vix but also a little bit of Seventeen with regard to the artistry, I think this is your mm-hmm. group. They give, they remind me so much of Vix in terms of like taking a concept and just like really doing it. And like the concept being mm-hmm. like a, you know for some reason everybody's always a vampire in like 1862 <laughs> or, <laughs> or witch like, <laughs> like if you're looking for yeah. that like this is the group this is in and somebody who's got, got true artistry and somebody with a member who should date you from TXT i mean
0: this is your group Right, liked it. I feel like I've only really listened to their stuff, like their albums, like their minis, really. But I've never really seen them visually. And I feel like seeing them perform has helped a little bit because it makes things stick a little bit more. I feel like sometimes you listen to albums and you're just like, oh, the album's done. OK. And you move on to the next one. So like when I did listen to their latest album, which was like two weeks ago called Cabin Fever, I could not remember the song that we just watched Sweet juice mm-hmm. Like I I know I listened to the album, I just did not remember the song, but I feel like it stuck a little bit more after watching the MV's. I feel like they're like a less serious version of Dreamcatcher cuz Dreamcatcher is like we will give you the concepts and you will believe. I think 100%. my problem with
2: with no, Dreamcatcher no though is like dream. I feel like Dreamcatcher yeah. did not <coughs> have I think this group has like the it factor or something. Like they have something about them Mm -hmm. that really draws you in that I feel like I never felt that with Dreamcatcher, even though I did feel that they committed to their
0: concepts. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I think with Dreamcatcher, they're a little bit more serious about it as well too. Whereas I feel purple kiss is a lot more fun. Mm. Like with the concepts, like they do, they both do kind of like horror, you know, like supernatural stuff. But Dreamcatcher is definitely a lot more serious about it. Like they will give you, like, Déjà Vu is literally a manga, a manga or manhwa. Like that's what that is, like visually and aesthetically. Like they, I know there's not as much fun there, you know, as there is here with with this group. And I do think Dreamcatcher, like as they become more popular, their sound isn't as unique or different because a lot of other I think there are more more groups in the in like k-pop who are willing to do sort of like you know rocky also just like horror kind of genre stuff so and I think that Dreamcatcher's sound hasn't really improved in a while so mm-hmm. it's kind of good to see another group kind of come in and be like oh we're gonna do something kind of similar to like Actually, catch yeah, me like and rocky, and stuff like that rocky horror picture shows like a really mm-hmm. good way to describe it. it's kind of like horror but like a campy yeah. horror yeah this is definitely campy because i mean look at zombies zombies completely fun even though the song is called zombie and there's zombies in the music video you know what i mean yeah. it's it's good it's fun and i like i like fun i feel like k-pop tends to take itself too seriously Girl. most of the time so tell me about yeah, it right, even right. If, and just because so, like somebody <laughs> is a
2: writer doesn't mean like yeah. somebody's like a producer whatever creative person doesn't mean they have to only do like this super serious stuff like that's like with it's like when yeah. the hype stands be having the bts verse 17 wars because you know they're the two groups that produce their own music and people be like well you know rm and sugar d sugar d <laughs> august d you know they produce real music because their music is about depression and like suicide and and whereas you know 17 their music is just like for them kids and i'm like yeah but 17's music is like puts a smile on my face like it's,
0: like, it's not you can't real. smile about a depressed right. like I'm not gonna sit up here and be smiling right. about like
2: him talking about how he was like selling his cds on the street and was almost homeless because he couldn't nobody right. believed in his music like girl what like right. there's a there's a time and place for everything so I guess my point is is right. like it's the same with this group this group you know purple kids not everything has to be heavy sometimes like girl right. I, sometimes I just want to like be taken away and like whisked off into like a fantasy world where like you know there's these like fake zombies and like for some reason like i'm also a nerd, but don't get me wrong. I'm not stupid. Okay, so like sometimes right, I just right, me right. away. <laughs> yeah. I
0: definitely will say though that like, I like their singers, like their two main singers, who s- I don't know who they are yet, but I like their voices, and I feel like outside of like the unnecessary rap, at sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like they do a good job of like everybody sort of doing their job properly. So yeah, that's that's kind of like it. But yeah. Give it up for Purple Kiss. Yes. Our goddess all saw like you a really it? funny tweet. Yes.
2: <laughs> Congratulations to Purple Twist. I don't know why we're congratulating them, but this was great
0: stuff. No, well, I said give it up yeah, to Purple I, Kiss. Yes. I I hope, I hope I hope that, you know, people give them a chance and listen to their music a little bit more. And yeah. So that's the episode. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And, you know, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, you know where to reach us. You always know how to reach us. Email is at notyouraveragenetizen@gmail.com at gmail.com. Through Twitter at Nyan Edisons. Instagram and Facebook at Not your Average Netizen. Any shout outs before we go? I can't shout out people
2: no more. So I just start shouting out shows. I want to shout out to The Last of Us episode one for giving Pedro Pascal such a unique kind of like for continuing it's not unique really it's like for continuing on the theme of making pedro pascal like somebody's dad we love to see it
0: mm-hmm. um, Baby <laughs> Europe, Baby right, right. and
2: then now he's like <laughs> this little black girl's dad i don't understand how the genetics work but it doesn't matter so congratulations i mean thank you shout outs to that shout outs to oh my gosh attack on titan season four the final season part three Part, part one, we, part love to see one. It. <laughs> just, we love to see it. I cannot wait. So like, I cannot wait to watch it. I'm excited. I haven't watched it yet, even though it's already come out, because ugh, I just want to savor it for a little longer. And also, I'm trying to finish up yeah. the whole series, like you know, before I watch the last part. Um, what other things i just a bunch of shows just ended for me last week the warp effect ended last week it was i thought it ended very satisfyingly i'm not gonna say too much because i am watching that with nat and ash on patreon in case this part yeah yeah, i'm pretty sure this part will not be the patreon part so no yeah so excited to watch more of that with y'all a couple other Thai shows just ended that i've been watching but some american shows just started so the the mandalorian has started back up. Menlois season three. I'm so excited to watch, see Baby Yoda and Pedro Pascal be somebody else's dad. And then I think that's it. Uh, that I'm like, like, I'm grateful for a lot of all, basically all of my shows. And of course, okay. I'm I feel like I can't shout y'all out every episode because that's like kind of repetitive. So
0: <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Shout out to Bam Bam for his first full album. Very excited to hear it. Shout out to. Aaron Yeager I'm not going to say anything no, else. i hate um, you. Why would
2: you do that? See, I, so Nat does this thing, y'all, where she will spoil attack on Titan for me, but she don't think she's spoiling. What? But literally everything she says is a spoiler. She don't even realize it. What are you even talking that about? That was a spoiler. Like you don't even know. Because you, don't even know you saying that, saying it that. makes me feel like Aaron did a good thing. And that's a spoiler. Or Aaron did something you agreed with, and, and I know you, so that that's the spoiler.
0: I feel like you, you, you don't understand spoiled something sure. about,
2: You spoiled something about Levi to me, too, like last time. It was a big pop point, too. Did I? You don't, you don't think you did, but you said something like, I can't say it because I don't want to spoil everybody else, but it was something to the effect of what happened to Levi in season four, part one, I want to say.
0: One of them. Yeah,
2: it was one of the season four parts. And I remember being so mad at you.
0: Oh, well, I'm, I do apologize. But this is not a spoiler. Okay. <laughs> not, I swear to God, it's not a spoiler. I swear to you, it is not a spoiler. It is not. I don't have any explanation because I feel like you're going to read into it. But I'm just saying, like, I, I do love Erin. Period. The people who watched it and maybe read the manga or whatever might have opinions on that. I and and like you seem to. I don't know. I don't read into it, guys. Don't don't. Like I love Erin. Like I love Ichigo. You know, I just love these characters. That's it. Okay. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. Shout out! Shout out to who did who did the animation for this part? Studio Pierrot. Wait, what? Said that again? Who did the animation for the final season? Mappa, because it was Mapa. different
2: from before, right? Mappa, unless Mappa got fired, okay. which I kind of hope they did, because I think they fumbled the bag on part two. I think the aesthetic okay. looked good, but uh, the execution wasn't great.
0: Okay. Well, I'm gonna leave my comments on 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 the job that Mappa did with this one, but okay, uh, I wait until you like, watched it and then we'll talk about it. You are such a
2: spoiler. Okay.
0: I'm not spoiling. I'm not spoiling. And yeah, I mean, I watched, I watched Attack on Titan yesterday, so I'm still fresh, but if you guys want to see any thoughts or opinions from on it, they're pretty vague for the most part, but you'd have to have watched this part to read the thread. And it is on Soju Chronicles where I have given my thoughts on that in a, in, in a very, it's, it's not fully formed or anything like that, guys, but if you go there and read it, you'll see how I felt about it. and. If you follow me on Twitter at T22NAT, you'll know my feelings in general. A lot of Attack on Titan, guys. I think everybody should watch Attack on yeah. Titan. Just I like, literally Like, literally, it should it, be. Like, kind of like, you yeah. know how
2: everybody watched Game of Thrones because of, like, cultural yes. osmosis. Like, I feel like that should be what
0: Attack on Titan is. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that it's very good case study on people. Mm. Just in general. Okay. You um, so, like, I think Okay. That- what are you do- like? Oh, I love what you. Are now. you talking okay, about? I'm not even talking about like this part at all. I'm talking about in general. I'm just from, like, with you. Season- okay, okay. I don't. I don't want. I don't want to spoil you. I don't want to. You make know how think about, about anything, it anyway. So but like, I am yeah, just not- joking with you. Well, yeah. Okay. But anyways, yeah. I do. I do recommend Attack on Titan 100% to anybody. It's just you'll. It's 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 a lot, but you'll like it. You'll enjoy it. I think. And yeah, shout out to Ash and Jay who couldn't be here, but are always in our hearts. And thanks to Jamin for being here and for, you know, going through these fun topics. We actually did have a really, really fun time. And I hope that you guys did as well too. And yeah, so thank you. And we also have a Patreon. It is $3 a month and you get... A lot of stuff, guys. We have so many album reviews. We take requests. We play games. We watch dramas. We do everything that we can, but we always make sure that we're having a good time, and so you guys should come join the fun, and as I said, it's $3 a month. If you have it, if you don't, I understand. Times are tough. The world is rough. But But the American economy is doing better
2: than it ever has, so... But agree, inflation.
0: So Americans, you have no excuse. Americans have no you excuse.
2: Have no no excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're, we're joking.
0: Okay, okay. So, all right, thank y'all. We're, we're We're absolutely joking, guys. Bye.